everybody. How y'all doing? We get excited right now because we've got stuff to tell you about. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, the November arc is being revealed for you this time, right here, right now. Dinger says the next arc is a board cube. Can I confirm? I guess you're going to have to wait another 53 seconds. Guess you got to wait another 50, 48 seconds, okay? But here's what I'm gonna tell you. Here's what I'm gonna tell you. Yes, there is a board cube coming. But what you will find here that you will not find anywhere else is all the information you need to know about this board cube. I've got everything, all of it. Let's go! How y'all doing? Whoop, whoop. All right. Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody, one and all. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome in to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Look over my shoulders. That is a very sexy board cube. Look at it. Look at it. Baba Joe, look at it. Oh. You feel better? Would you just look? Would you just look at it? Would you just look at it? Oh, that is a sexy looking board cube. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to. The November Arc. The name of the Arc is Make It So, and this is indeed the Borg artifact from Picard Season 3. The storyline is going to be a little bit odd to go with it, though. We've got... Uh, <laughs> Brokolo says, that's stupid news. Wait, what? No, guys, I am super excited about it. I am super excited about it because we got a lot of great stuff to tell you about tonight. All right. We are going to tell you all about the Borg Cube. We're going to tell you how it works. We're going to tell you what it's going to do. How much is it going to cost, says Amber Laterra. Absolutely. All right. Uh, and how you'll get it free to play. That's right. It wasn't season three of Picard. Uh, wait, was it? No. Yeah, season. It was season one, the Borg Artifact. Yeah, sorry. I know. I finally get leaked stuff. I'm excited. All right. Um... Curly Fries says, am I trolling you? No, I'm not trolling you. I'm not trolling you. That Ladies would be an awfully mean troll. That would be terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, this is what I've been so excited about. This is what I've been so excited about. And I'm going to tell you, you. And I'm going to tell you about it. Bubba, you've been excited about this. I have. Yes. Rev has been excited about this. No, Blue Jack. You say, man, free to play three years later. How about within 60 days? Huh? How about within 60 days? Huh? Yeah? What? Ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it. The Borg Cube is going to be the feature ship. Wardon says, I call some BS. Nope, I'm here to tell you. This ship, Bubba Joe, let me, let's just tell the people. There is one thing 
that you have been talking about in the entirety of the game. You have talked about the fact that specialty ships never scale with you. All right. Correct. They never scale with you. Like you, you, I was excited about the Defiant. You weren't because you were already beyond the maximum level of what the Defiant could get to. Correct. Right. Guys, I am, uh, I'm very, very excited to welcome a complete panel of analysts and experts here tonight. We have with us on the stage, Blue Mandalorian and Jules Verne, who received this information from me no more than about nine minutes ago. And they are very, very excited about what they are seeing. As a matter of fact, can you imagine, Jules? I mean, it, it, people, let me just ask you a crazy question. Do you think that Jules has already started making charts for you guys? Do you think he's already started? Because, uh, Jules, go ahead and just rip that bandaid off. Have you already started doing math on this thing? Oh, of course we have. Of course we have. <laughs> Obviously, we have. All right, and we're going to talk to you about this entire loop, all right? Bearbutt says, how many light years across is it? Only 100 million light years cubed. Don't worry about it. All right. Now, Gradumacated says 60 days too long. You're kidding me, right? Get out of here! All right, here, let me tell you how this is going to work. This is why I want everyone to have the battle pass, okay? Because, Bubba Joe, this month... This ship will contain 100% of necessary blueprints, which, by the way, will only be 100. It's 100 ship uh, or 100 blueprint uh, blueprint ship. Blue pints? Yes. Blue All right. Ah. Blue pints. Blueprints. All right. It will be 100 blueprints. It will be available in the $20 battle pass on day eight, Bubba Joe. Day eight. You will have this ship if you buy the $20 battle pass. It is not even at the end of the battle pass. You're going to have it in the $20 battle pass on day eight if you complete all daily battle pass events. Pretty of course, it's pretty daggone awesome. So here's how the acquisition is going to work, guys. I'm going to start at the top. I'm going to go all the way down. If you are like Bubba Joe and you need this ship on day one, you will be able to have it on day one for the price of $100. All right. If you want the $20 Battle Pass, the $20 Battle Pass, you will be able to get this ship unlocked on day eight. One weekend, Bubba Joe. Is it worth $80? Uh, I don't know. All right. But you can have it on day one for $100. You can have it on day eight for $20. 25 of those blueprints will come on day eight in the free track. 75 of the blueprints will come in the, the elite track on day eight. So free to play. You will finish the arc with 25 blueprints. If you don't well, spend... Well, DJ, the, that doesn't sound like a full unlock. That doesn't sound like a full unlock. And that might be disappointing to the free to play here in month one, day eight. However, I am here to offer solace if I may. And as much as we did push, Bubba Joe, and obviously we did push, we did really, really, really push. Sometimes. We did really, really push. Obviously, they still got to make a little bit of money. They still got to sell a couple of things. So that's why the ship is going to be $20 here in this month on day eight. However, true free-to-play, we uh, worked very, very hard. And, and I will admit, Scopely really kind of came with this plan, Bubba Joe. We didn't have to fight them too hard on the free-to-play path. You guys will be able to fully unlock 
this ship completely 100% free to play, as in, Bubba Joe, the 25 blueprints in the free track this month, followed by the remaining 75 blueprints in next month's December event store. You will be able to unlock all 75 remaining blueprints in next month's full event store, everybody. Full event store. All right, that is happening in December as well. A completely full unlock will be available. So I've got the question here, Bubba Joe. Is there an advantage to buying the $100 Battle Pass? That advantage will come with extra officers. That advantage will come with the extra, you know, stuff that normally comes in that $100 Battle Pass, okay? The $20 Battle Pass, as far as the board cube is concerned, gives you no advantage or disadvantage as compared to the $100 Battle Pass when it comes to the Borg Cube, okay? So that is your path of acquisition. I also see this question. Can, Soonergrade says, why is the cat winking at me? I'm sorry, I haven't calibrated. Is it winking at you a lot? I'm right up on the camera. Ah. All right, uh, next, next question here. Uh, can I get two Borg Cubes? Why, yes, you can. Why, yes, you can! <laughs> Bubba Joe, what would be the reason to have two board cubes? Well, I guess it depends on what I have to tell you coming up here in just a moment. Do you need to? Two will be kind of cool, and I'll tell you why. Too Many Thoughts says, what does it do? I am prepared to tell you about that here in just a moment. Olympus says, um, wait, what? <laughs> Oh, what ops level is the cube? Oh, sorry, Vic. I'm getting, there's so much chat. It's going so fast. Uh, how about this, guys? Um, ops 28. Ops 28, Bubba. That doesn't sound like it's a G6 ship. That, that doesn't does not so sound like a G6 ship. That does ship. not sound like a G6 ship. It sounds like ops 28. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like ops 28. Are you going to be able to upgrade them both? <laughs> Scopely never allows that to happen. All right, you get one set of unlocks, guys. That's how it works. You can get the second ship. Uh, they've never allowed you to upgrade a second ship. Until now! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've never allowed to cure up a second ship. What? Well, yeah, but they, like, your Fisha and stuff, they give you the one set and you got to buy the extra set and whatever. Uh, no, you'll be able to unlock it. You'll be able to naturally earn the unlocks needed for two board cubes. So if you do, if you decide to do the $20 battle pass and, and you earn that one this month, well, think of it this way. Oh my gosh, Bubba Joe. I mean, I guess in a matter of speaking, you could technically possibly end up with three, but I don't know. I don't know if that's super possible. Cause like, let's say you buy it on day one for a hundred bucks, right? Then you get the $20 battle pass or even the hundred dollar battle pass. And you're going to get another cube on day eight. Right, so there's two cubes, and then I guess if you came into the event store in December, you could end up buying a third cube. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together. I can't play his actual intro song right now because we're on Twitch. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Culver City, California, it is community manager Emperor Echo. What do you know? I'm just a silent observer. You're a silent observer? Yeah, I'm just uh, using no, no, no. the clout that I have to hang out in rooms so there's no delay. You're just trying Echo, to make Echo, sure that you, I don't no, screw no, no, anything no, no, up. You, okay. Don't say silent. You, you say I'm just an innocent bystander. I am innocent, just an innocent, innocent bystander. bystander. All innocent right. Bystander? 
No drinking game. No, I actually have a lot of the answers here. Do you now? We'll for we'll, the board cube, absolutely. Okay. We'll are you a hydro spanner? One or two things. There's, there's one or two things that DJ knows I'm already following up on. So he's never going to ask me those questions. Oh, I 100% That's am. That's not true. We got a drink. All right. We. <laughs> no. All right. Um, Go you. You do your thing, DJ. All I'm right. Just here so, so we talked about the free to play path. You're on not the ship. just here to hang out. You've already given all the information away. We do have. We do have some information. I don't know. I've got a lot. No, more no, information. no. Echo posted an article. What? And a video. <laughs> what? Whatever. I hope you guys are here hanging out with me. Hope you guys are here hanging out with I me. I am Whatever. here hanging out with you. Thank I'm you. I'm just keeping. I'm keeping my finger on the pulse of what's going on in Star Trek Fleet Command. All right, let's talk about how this thing is going to scale. It opens up at Ops 28. Um, and Jules, based on the data that I rushed to you approximately 16 minutes ago, can you tell me where this ship actually maxes out? Tier 18? Is that what you're talking about? Uh, yes, Tier 18. And what ops would be required to get to Tier 18? 70. Ops, wait, what? Did you just say? Yeah. Ops 70. Making that's, this that's, ship. Uh... <laughs> making this <laughs> ship scale all the way from Ops 28 all the way through G6, ladies and gentlemen. Um, let me start with. Wait, where are the individual pieces? I thought there were individual pieces. Oh, here they are. Never mind. Okay. All right, here we go, well, ladies I and gentlemen. I think you need off 70. Just, just look at the link that I sent you. I am. Yeah. Wait, you want me to pull up your link? No, you don't have I, to. Then I won't I'm get to show saying, off like, my pretty charts. Okay. All right. Yeah. I, lo I love your charts. All right. Uh, well, say hey to to Jules Verne, who put this thing together for me in record time. Dragon Keeper says, still not excited. That's okay. We're going to talk about it. All right. We're going to talk about it. Uh, this is. Swagger says, is this kind of like the G6 ISS Jelly? I am kind of getting that vibe, all right? Because this thing unlocks at Ops 28. Now, let's talk about the Ops locks, okay, and what it will do. I am going to give you abilities here in just a moment. So you guys stick with me. Maximus says, is this thing a one-trick pony? No, I do not believe it to be so, all right? I, as a matter of fact, and Bubba has this information ahead of time. We've been talking about this. You've heard Bubba even say that he is excited uh, because Bubba... This this is the thing I was excited about. This right here, because this ship actually grows in capability with you for the duration of your account and never ends. Guys, the ship unlocks at Ops 28, okay? Unlocks at Ops 28. As you can see, that will be the limit. Tier 1 is as far as you can go at Ops 28. To go to Tier 2, you will have to unlock Ops 33. Ops 33 will allow you to go to Tier 2. Then Tier 3 will require Ops 36. All right? That is where we traditionally kind of hold up here, okay, on Ops Locks. But now it gets interesting. Now Scopely has finally turned the page on interesting innovation that scales with the life of the account. Starting... Once you are at Tier 3 at Ops 36, ladies and gentlemen, you could be um, Ops 40, but never have built an Enterprise, a D4, or an Augur. Is that possible? Is that possible? Sure. It is possible. Absolutely. They're foolish, but it is possible. Possible, yet foolish. However, what that means is you will not be able to proceed to Tier 4 of this ship. Okay? 
at least not in the way that we are looking at it right now. Rathbond says that's dumb. I disagree, and I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Because... Don't worry about it, guys. Don't stress. Don't stress. Don't stress. Because the highest level that you have achieved will automatically grant you all the tier unlocks up to that point. So let's say, for example, Bubba Joe, that I never built any Klingon ships, any Romulan ships, no nothing. Uh, I did fed all the way. All right, and I'm going to come up here. You guys know that I have a Corvus. As a matter of fact, really good example right here. You guys know that my Corvus is only tier five. My Corvus is only tier five. So if I have a Corvus at tier five, which is not tier six, by the way, I will not be able to unlock tier 10. Okay, tier six of my Corvus will be required to obtain tier 10. So, if I can't do tier 10, then I drop back to the previous tier, all right, based on the last milestone that I have actually accomplished. So, here's where it gets tricky, and, and shout out to Lube. I don't know if he's in the audience right now. He might be streaming right now as well. He asked the question here just a little bit ago. Echo said, well, holy crap. My pylum is tier five. <laughs> That's what he said. My pylum is tier five. My tribby I never built. My Corvus is only tier five. And I have a Kuvson Peck, but it's only tier four. Oh, boy, Lube, you're in trouble. Because that's going to take him all the way down here to tier six. Tier six would be the last milestone that he completed. Okay. That'll be the last milestone that he completed. Now, again, you can skip ahead. You can skip ahead. So if I never built, and I see this right now, Dinger says so many people have skipped G4 epics. You can totally do that. You can skip the G4 epics, but you won't get those tiers on your board cube until you hit tier six of the G5 uncommon. Now, Dragon Keeper says, well, I don't have any ROM or Klingon ships. That's okay. This is where your second set of parts comes from, guys. So if you get the one board cube, right, you will get an unlock for the warp component from any of these three ships at this tier. So you will get one warp token for getting the north cut to tier six, one north to uh, warp token for the Corvus to tier six, or one for the Vorcha at tier six. Now, it doesn't mean that I have to take all three to tier six. Maybe you're going to do something like I would do, Bubba Joe. I am going to, I've got the Corvus, okay? I'm going to come over here and build the Sanctus next. You only need one, not all three. You only need one, okay? Got it. I need all three. You do not need all three, all right? At least not until you get your third Borg Cube, all right? If Bubba Joe wanted to build two Borg Cubes, then he will have to have two of these ships at each appropriate tier, in order to get the number of warp locks that he needs. You can still skip the ship. So let's say, for example, let's go back to Lube. Let's go back to Lube's example. Lube said, man, I've got a Kelvin at tier six, but my Pylum's not there, my Tribune's not there, my Corvus ain't there, and I've got a Coven. It's not there. Okay? So that means he's locked at tier six over here, right? The moment he takes his Kuv to tier six, he will immediately unlock each and every warp token below him for that for that ship type. So the Kuv, when he gets that to tier six, he's going to unlock one warp token for tier 11, 
One for tier 10, one for nine, eight, seven. And of course he was already at six. So you can skip ahead. You can still skip ships. All right. But you can't just build the ship. All right. You can't just build the ship. You are going to have to push that level just a little bit. But a lot of people say, Bubba Joe, man, I don't know that I could get tier eight on a G4 Epic. That's really expensive. Damn it. Or uh, uh, the parts and everything is going to hold me up. So it's very feasible, Bubba Joe, to go from tier eight of the board cube, which only requires a tier four Tribune, goes straight to tier six of a Corvus, and you get to skip over this tier eight requirement of the G4 Epic, and you'll get all the parts then going down. Once you hit the milestone, you get all warp components for everything underneath it. Do we have questions on that so far? Swagger says tier nine on a G6 Uncommon. Is that feasible? <laughs> it will be. I mean, no. To answer your question, no, it's not going to be feasible. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to be feasible, but I'm sure that there will be players that try. Why? What's wrong with my freaking cat right now? I feel like the cat is like freaking out. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's continue on. Okay. What part of the triangle is the cube? Monkey's uncle asked. Great question. It is a battleship. It is a battleship. Okay. SKZ says it doesn't sound appealing. Oh, well, let's talk about what it does. First of all, I've only talked about acquisition and tiering. But how do you know it's not appealing unless you know what it does? Let me give you an information on... That's right, Maximus Bull. What's the cube for? It's just another specialty Blowing ship. stuff... Up. It's just another specialty ship. Blech. Except it's a specialty ship with no hostile. It's a specialty ship that can be used in any section of the game. It's a specialty ship that has PvE and PvP capabilities. And why would you want to build more than one? <laughs> because you could charge it and destroy enemies at the exact same time. What do I mean by charge it? I'm going to tell you. Ladies and gentlemen, the loop is actually very, very simple. We're going to build the cube. We're going to go and kill a handful of hostiles. All right. As we kill the hostiles, we are charging our... <laughs> I told I told Scopely I was going to call it Dr. Chaotica's death ray. All right. Uh, it's not really. They're calling it the cutting beam. All right. But I like the death ray better. We're going to go with the death ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's Dr. Chaotica's death ray. We're going to kill Let's hostiles. Let's hope Scopely do this pre-release more often. Maybe right. next time you and yes. Rev can go at it together. We were, Amazing news. Happy is. new arc. Ah, thank you, Monkey. I appreciate that. We were almost going to do it, but Rev and I had so much going on today. And honestly, this kind of all turned around in the last couple of hours. So it's been a very hectic afternoon. Anyway, um, so we're going to kill a couple of hostiles. We're going to charge up a cutting beam. All right, we're going to charge up a cutting beam progress bar. Once that cutting beam progress bar is full, then we can apply damage to a hostile target. Refer to your screen, everybody, or if you are in podcast form, you will be able to see everything here in the graphics room. Okay, we're going to put everything in the graphics room for podcast later. Here is what the ship can do. The cutting beam damage. All right, what this does, and by the way, 
Rip, let me just point out, you have actually talked about this in the past where they need to scale PvE as compared to PvP damages. This is the first time that we are seeing Scopely actually care and or react to that particular suggestion as to starting to scale PvE differently than PvP in the future, right? I think that's pretty daggone good. Well, what's now, another big thing about this beam, DJ, in terms of how the damage is applied? Oh, it is. Yeah. I mean, so we're talking about the, the damage here that is applied. All right. Let me talk to you first. What the cutting beam does is it allows you to pick a PVE or a PVP target to attack with this cutting beam. What this cutting beam then does, everybody, is bypasses all mitigation. Bypasses 100% of isolated defense. And Bubba Joe in an unprecedented uh, move also bypasses all shield. This is but, the player's but, but first. What about isolated defense? No, nothing. Bypasses everything. What? This is 100% hull damage applied. 100% direct hull damage. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing... The player's first go home cannon. Yeah! This is the player's go home cannon. It is the infinite here. This is the game's first go home cannon for the players. Now, you'll take a look at the base damages, PVE as compared to PVP. Admittedly, in fairness, Dog Red Clifford, let, we'll talk a little bit about the math and the analytics here in a minute because Jules is working on this. He's PMing me as we speak. Can, I ask, can I ask one question regarding this? Uh, sure. Yeah. What you got? So they talk about base damage. It's it is an interesting not, wording. Does, it is does not affected by research. Does that or officers. That, that there are thoughts about potentially adding future research. There is. Because it currently says base. There is and there will be. <sighs> All right, there is and there will be. And to be fair, Bubba Joe, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm in favor of that because these PvP numbers are way too low. In my opinion, these numbers are still way too low. Slim says Q whale tears, not yet. Not yet, because you got to think. Bubba Joe, let's go back to this previous chart. Let's pretend, Bubba Joe, that I'm me, okay? I've got a Corvus at tier 6. That means I can take it to tier 10, okay? I can take it to tier 10, which means that I will be able to do 8.5 million direct hull damage at tier 10, right? Tier 10, level 50, I could do 8.5 million direct hull damage. How much yes. hull damage does my tier 6 Corvus have? Your tier 6 Corvus? I have no idea. A tier 6 Corvus. You probably don't up on your research. My research is pretty lame. All right, it's pretty bad. Here, I'll pull it up for you. I haven't even opened the game today, guys. I'll, I'll pull it up for you. This is... DJ, you can also see the uh, beam in action if you head on over to Beck's video. Oh, cool. We might do that here in just a minute because I'm not done teaching yet. Quit interrupting, class. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to... Go back to being quiet. I'm going to mute you. I'm just kidding. We're going <laughs> to have to get a hat, little pointy hat for Echo. I know. Just shush. All right. Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's my whole health. Okay? 116 million. 116 million, but this ship will do 8.5 million at my current level. I do not, and me personally, me personally, I actually think these PvP numbers are too low. 
Okay, to be perfectly honest, Echo, you and I talked about this just a little bit ago. I'm like, wait a second. I wanted this to be a go-home cannon in PvP too. And you're like, no, it's a, it's a go-home cannon in PvE. It's not exactly a go-home cannon in PvP. It's going to be a, a right. do damage in PvP, but it's not a go-home cannon in PvP. I would it's not supposed to. But it should. <laughs> well, think about well, this, but, DJ. But DJ, why should it if we already have that with officers in research combination? This ability is completely, like, risk-adverse, right? It is you true. You don't have to engage in normal combat. You don't. It's not like how it usually is where one ship go, two ships go in, one ship comes out. Will it work on Q's trials? Yes. It does. It does. But it's just like a mission hostile where if you shoot it and you don't kill it, it gets all of its health back. Right if it was a Q's so trial target, yeah. It, it, because correct, the Q's correct. trial will come back. All right. Correct. Aaron says, this is going to be such a poop show. I disagree. I think this is exciting. Dragon Keeper says the ship is trash. No. Listen, in PvP, it's not going to have as much bite. But in PvE, this thing is a murderous death machine. Okay. Look here at the same thing. I can do... Uh, look, look at some of these levels up here. Tier 14, 3 billion direct damage to hull. All right. Uh, let's see. What does it require to do tier 14? Tier 14 requires... Bubba Joe, do you have hostels at your level with G5 Epics? Do you have hostels that have 3 billion hull? Surely you do, right? Uh, hostels? Q's Trials, I think, had 3 Q's billion. Q's Trials are actually larger than that. Ah interesting how many other hostels do you have that you could hit that have three billion or less hull that you can just zap and send them home uh well i imagine it will work pretty well on faction hostels all right oh yeah for sure it's gonna work right what is involved in using this ability let's talk about that using this ability whoops wrong one here we go using this ability requires no juice requires no juice well, requires... can you just use it then? Yeah, pretty much. Here's how you earn it. I talked to you earlier. You're going to grind a couple of hostels. The number we're being told, Echo, is eight. Eight hostels is all you've got to kill in order to charge your cutting beam. Then Correct. you can use the cutting beam on any target. Okay. Except for stations, armadas, and alliance starbases. Correct, correct. No stations, no alliances, or no alliance starbases, and no armadas. All right? So on your PvP target, on your uh, PvE target, you can use it. Can you use this thing 50 times a day? Yes, you can. All right? Yes, you can. Can you... Pull down as long as it takes to charge the beam again, so eight hostiles. Gradumacated says, what's the cooldown? <laughs> Five seconds. Is that good enough for you? You, it's longer than five seconds. Well, the cooldown is five seconds, but it'll take you longer than five seconds to grind out the eight hostels. Now, why might you want two board cubes? Baba Joe, because now the cooldown does have relevance. I can kill seven hostels, then kill my eighth, have a board cube cutting beam charged, and send the cube to my target. Then I can take cube number two and count towards seven more hostiles. I can apply my target, uh, attack my target with cube A, hit my eighth PVE target, immediately refilling the cutting beam, 
and then immediately double tap with the second cutting beam. This cutting beam progress bar is not attached to the ship or the dock. It's attached to the account. Unfortunately, though, Arian, can I have two charged at the same time? No, it is one per account. All right, it's one per account. So uh, when I charge one up, I can apply it. Then I got to charge it again, and I can apply it again. Okay? I need to double check on that. Because I, I again, maybe you have better information than me, but I'm Usually. pretty sure that the cube, the, the beams are independent. So you can charge up cube A and cube B, and then shoot cube A and cube B. All right, we'll go find but out for us. Let me verify that. If you're hearing differently. I'll... I am hearing Listen. differently, but that's okay. Listen, that's why we're out here doing this now. This is also, great. And also, I'm not I... even going to make, no, no, Aardvark. I'm not going to make him, I'm not going to make you guys take a shot on that, Wolfwood. Because if he's correcting me, if he's correcting me, then that's acceptable, right? I don't want to be spreading false information. I might be correcting you. Also, I've been told that the cooldown is less than five seconds. <laughs> even better. So those actually, those are the two things, funny enough, like we wanted to follow up on. So yeah, again, I should have more information for you in the morning and talking in cars. I, oh, I do probably need to throw another shield. Yes, incursions, all that stuff. Thank you for the reminder. All right, so we will find out first thing in the morning as to whether or not uh, this thing, I, I was told that it is one charge per account. All right, I'll be honest with you. If Echo is right, that's even better. <laughs> that's the even better. just like, the beam is just like anything else. If you dock your ship, the beam goes away. That is correct. Not only docking, folks, but the action of pressing recall. Even if you stop yeah. warp, pressing the recall button will remove your cutting beam buildup. Okay? It'll but go it'll away. It'll be interesting in a PvP situation if someone gets mantis stings and then you got a bunch of board cubes waiting in the system, huh, DJ? Ooh. Just saying. I mean, you know, we were talking about PVE a minute ago, and and while I do think the PVP numbers should be a little bit higher, go back to the days of the Rialta burn. Not that I'm trying to discourage Scopely from doing anything that they don't already know that they're doing, Bubba Joe, but now I'm just saying 35 or 40 players gathering up to gang up on a whale. It's back. Just saying. Just saying. It's back. All right. Captain Taylor says, so this is not usable in territory. Why would you say that? Very usable in territory, as long as it stays alive. All right. It's got to stay alive. Good thing it's a pretty big ship. It is a pretty big ship. Although, you know what? Retrieving in the audience, Echo, he might have your back. And actually, logically, that might make sense. If the charge is per account, how could you have two cubes charged to seven? You're right. You're right. All right. Let me just double check and verify. We, we will find out. And I, and I can't drink. No, you know what? I can't charge you for that one. If you're correcting me, especially if you turn out to be right. All right. I, I can't charge you for that one. So uh, there you go. If I'm wrong, though, then you charge me in the morning. Yes, that's right. If you're wrong, you got to take okay. a shot in the morning. Schwift okay. says, how do you charge it if it's only hostiles in territory? Oh, well, yeah, you can charge it anywhere else. Now, you can't recall it, but you can still warp. All right. So let's say I'm out in a, in a let's say I have only one cube and I go out and I charge it. I can warp. I just can't recall. This I can't summon. recall. I could also summon. All right. But I just can't recall. Warping is different than recall as far as function in the game. You can warp. You can summon. You just can't recall. All right. But and that also therein lies where we were talking about getting that advantage of a second uh, a second cube, all right? 
but we, we are we are gonna have to a lot about the uh the beam dj but you know this ship just even in normal combat situations is no slouch due to the scaling right it is no slouch in the scaling as a matter of fact now i'm not done with this yet because there's a lot of unknowns. Okay. I don't mean to move you around. I apologize. Yeah, you you are just driving this bus here tonight, man. Uh, no, guys, I'm going to leave in two minutes, so don't worry. Let me show you this. Now, this is not complete yet, Jules. You've been working on this, and literally, you just sent this to me a, a moment or two ago, and you even said, listen, there's a lot of assumptions here. We don't have all of the facts yet. We're still missing some information. But, Jules, can you briefly... Uh, describe to the community what we're looking at right here real quick, knowing that these calculations are not complete because the cutting beam is 100% straight to hull. So there's other mathematical formulas that have to ha that have to happen here, right? Yeah, and this is also a logarithmic scale uh, because it grows so much as you tear up. So it was difficult to show the data without moving this way. Uh, so it may be a little bit misleading looking like it's still linear, but it's definitely much greater. So uh, what what you see here is the green lines are the base PvE and PvE damage we've been given for the cutting beam. And the uh, dark yellow line there is what we would roughly estimate a ship at the appropriate tier and the appropriate faction ship battleship for that unlock would be. So for instance, tier four, is your auger to your six is your katinga and so on what those ships with basic what we could figure out is the dpr bonuses that people have right now then factor in 50 percent mitigation and an a20 split and just ignore iso damage right now and it is much less so you're not going to have the same dpr with your faction ship if you have it at the appropriate tier and your um cube at the appropriate tier so your cube is going to definitely outpower any ship you have what you're saying is the cube equal to its tier is going to be the highest powered ship in the game exactly guys jules verne has had this data for approximately 38 minutes and is already telling you what Scopely claimed, but I had to check him out. Okay, I didn't, you know, I gotta, I had to have our math guy check it out. There was a lot of cautious optimism, I remember you saying, DJ. There was some cautious optimism, but now we are able to confirm from our mathematician that this cube, per cutting beam shot, granted, per cutting beam shot, is going to be the most powerful ship in the game. Now, do keep in mind, Canine Tooth, you're right. It's per shot. You only get one shot with the beam. On the other hand, it does go straight through the hole, and you only have to charge it up with eight hostiles uh, to, to get that cutting beam back. So on a double-tap hostile, very, very possible, right? If you're needing that extra oomph to go with Q's Trials or, you know, that mission boss or to maybe you've escalated your rep to the point where data, uh, your, your dailies goals are a little bit too high, okay? Then absolutely you can do this. And we're talking PvE here, okay? There is no one-shotting of anybody in PvP as of this time because... I personally think they need to be more aggressive with the with the with the PVP numbers. Now, somebody no. somebody earlier said, "Wait, who said that? Was that Jules?" No, it was Echo. Ah, 
No, you, you know what? You don't get to release Freeman and then be like, oh, wait, we want to be conservative in PvP, guys. Okay, <laughs> wait a second. We don't want to get crazy with PvP, Bubba. It's a very highly volatile and sensitive balancing act that we've got to maintain in this game. All right, we don't want to do anything crazy with PvP here. All right, can we stay on the focus of board cube, please? <laughs> All right, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Um, that being said, that being said, this ship, Bubba, summarize what you're seeing on this chart. Is this ship going to grow with you even throughout G6? It certainly appears that way. It certainly appears that way. Guys, let's talk about the loop, if you will, because I have talked to you about charging the cutting beam. I've talked to you about using it, but how the heck are we going to tear this thing? All right. Let's talk about how we're going to tear it up. Uh, that is going to come in a very similar form of loop. All right. How this works is we are going to be using this board cube in PVE to charge our cutting beam. All right. Once we get the cutting beam full, we can use it in PvP or we can use it in PvE. All right. If we do use it in PvE, then you will earn a loot drop called technological distinctiveness. Technological distinctiveness is a currency that you are going to earn and 100% chance of a loot drop uh, will come from the level of hostile that you kill with this cutting beam. So you're going to have to be very careful to look at the level of hull that the hostile has as compared to the level of your board cube to make sure that you can one-shot it. All right? Because when you do kill a hostile with the board cutting beam, then you will get technological distinctiveness. The technological distinctiveness is going to be used in a refinery, and the refinery is going to pay board cube parts and advanced cybernetics. The board cube parts are going to be used to tier and upgrade the ship, and the advanced cybernetics are going to be used to advance through five new researches in the X Borg research tree. These five new researches will include Borg Cube warp range, Borg Cube damage output, Borg Cube kinetic weapon output, Borg Cube assimilation point, and Borg Cube PvP crit chance. Echo! What? 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 Crit chance? Kid me right now. Kid, write me right meow. Echo, write meow. Are you kidding me? Right meow. Uh, I unmuted the wrong thing. There's no crit damage on the cutting beam, from what I understand. What? Well, then what's it, what is this research? Board cube PVP crit chance. Is it you just still have to hit things? Is it well? But it says PVP crit chance. So wait, are you saying that so it's a board research to generally increase and just hit another ship? You can take the board cube and just hit another ship baseline. Oh, is this research you for can just, You're allowed to attack normally with the board cube. <laughs> That's true. It is going to have the power, isn't it? Yes. Yes. So not only it's do you have the... cutting beam. The cutting the beam cutting is the go-home cannon, but you can still fight with this ship. Correct. Um... That's what I was saying before. It's still a strong ship, so like you can blast somebody with the cutting beam, get some damage in, and then go and engage in normal combat and have an advantage. Oh, nice. 
Okay. All right. I'm cool with that. The, the technological distinctiveness drops are literally only if you kill the target with the cutting beam. Correct. So you go, you kill your eight hostiles, and then you kill it with the cutting beam, and then you get your technological distinctiveness. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I get it. I get it now. All right. Scribbler says, is there going to be any form of field training with this thing? Good question. I don't No, not right now. I don't I don't think because the blueprints are going to be so readily available over the next 45 days, I'm not a thousand percent sure that that would be super duper necessary. But it is a maybe, good question. Maybe in the future. Yeah, maybe something maybe something we could do uh do good there. Yeah, not too bad. All right, so the cutting beam, yeah, that that's actually not too bad. So the technological distinctiveness is going to drop uh that is the loot. You'll put that into the refinery. The refinery I am assuming is going to be a 22-hour cooldown. As far as I'm aware, yes. Okay. Schwift and then said, it's obviously you have your upgrade parts and then also your research material with technological distinctiveness. That's correct. Yeah, it, it, the technological distinctiveness is the refinery material. It'll spit out board cube parts and advanced cybernetics. Now, Dragon Never Keeper... Never had CJ say you're correct so many times in a single stream before. I... We've may, been talking about ask, this for the last eight hours. We should have some information correct. Go ahead, Bubba. May, may I ask the Emperor a question? Yes. Okay. Uh, is this going to be like, uh, what shall we say, the questionable advancement of a feature you offered last month in the three-month territory? Or are we going to be able to fast-track some of this research to get it to be a value that we appreciate? You'll find out tomorrow. I don't like that answer. <laughs> <laughs> buy more packs. I'm kidding. Um, wait, wait, wait. No, no. He's asking if he can buy the research. That's exactly what I'm asking. Oh I'm my god! Alluding to. Sorry, I got that backwards. I'm sorry, guys. Bubba Joe was asking how whaley he could be tomorrow. I apologize. That's exactly what <laughs> I was. <laughs> <saying. laughs> Look at those finger sleeves. You know the thing that makes it smoother to click your screen. I'm so sorry. Okay, uh, trying to go through the chat here. Madron says. Is the cutting beam attack strictly the beam damage or would it be normal damage plus cutting beam? No. So the cutting beam itself is its own attack where it is not shot back at. It is just going to strike the target, apply the flat damage, and then you're done. And then you can come back in and, and hit with another ship or the Borg cube. The Borg ship is going to be very capable. It will have plenty of DPR. It will be a very powerful ship that will scale with the appropriate scaling of the ships you see right here. All right, so if I've got a Tier 6 Corvus, my Borg cube is going to be in the neighborhood of as strong as a Tier 6 Corvus. All right, on top of that, we will have the Cutting Beam. All right, so the Cutting Beam is its own form of attack. Will it generate a battle log? Yes. It will uh, generate a battle log. You will be able to see that in the battle log. Okay. Uh, Spock Monkey is asking what the repair costs look like, Echo. Don't have that information yet. But I imagine no. it's probably going to be somewhat comparable to the ships that it is going to relate to. Right. So right. if you've got it around tier seven, it's going to be around the repair cost of a pylum, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so people are... Go okay. ahead. Uh, Swift, asks, yeah. Swift asks, will the beam scale down or is it a go-home cannon for whales? Let's go back to the PvP chart. It is definitely not a go-home cannon for whales. Okay. Um, 
Now, I, well, wait, are you saying if they punch down? Listen, the whales don't need a go-home cannon to punch down. <laughs> okay? But technically, yes, it could be. If Bubba Joe has this thing to tier... But it's still not going to be. Bubba, you said you could get this thing to tier 14 based on your current progression, right? Where based you are right I'm now. At, yes. Based on where you are right now, you could get to tier 14. Guys, that's 120 million hull damage. All right? If I come back into the game, again, I can tell you right now, technically, Bubba Joe would be better off with his faction ship than he would be the cutting beam. Because I have 116 million hull. Oh, no. He would. He would be able to one-shot me. 120 no. to 116. Yes, yeah, so you could one-shot me. But he would be able to anyway. Bubba, I mean, really, right? You could one-shot me anyway with your, with well, your big Well, I, I don't ship. have to uh, worry about you whether you're running Freeman or not then. That is true. And depend on a random chance of a trigger. Also true. But and, and you do know how much I've been waiting to go against your server. But if you're using a Dadaradex, it doesn't matter if I'm flying Freeman and or anything, right? Doesn't matter. Right? Well, if you're flying a Rotaran I, against my Corvus, you're sending me home without any damage incurred anyway. Well, that could be because of other factors. I guess what 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 he was asking is can Bubba Joe use this to punch down and one-shot me without ever having a battle? Yes, I guess so. Right? Because if he if he uses the cutting beam on me at 120 million for his tier, and I've only got 116 million hull health, then yeah, I'm going home. I'm going home in a body bag. Okay, so players drop module distinctiveness. Players do not. Echo the right. the technological distinctiveness and the cutting beam charge do not come from PvP kills, but only come from PvE kills. Is that correct? I would have exploded. I was told the opposite. Oh. <laughs> wait, are you saying? Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 the whoa, 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 whoa. Or that it works on both? Are you saying? I, I was under the impression from the conversations I've had. Uh, again, if you're hearing differently, I will verify. Tell me what you're hearing. Hold on. Tell me, tell me what you're hearing. I last I heard was that you will get technological distinctiveness as long as you kill a target completely with the cutting beam. Oh, so either PvP or PvE. It doesn't have to be. Correct. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. That's not the, loop, the opposite guys. of what DJ said. Yeah, that oh, is. Uh, sorry. <laughs> you just you oh, just gave sorry. it. A I, sorry, attack. I thought you were saying it was only working on PvE targets, and I was Correct. like, no. Correct. So the opposite of that means it only works in PvP. Oh no, it works on PvE and PvP from what I've heard. Again, I will just double check that, and I can verify and talk. That's to you great. Guys. We'll see how that works out. Yeah, that's um, that's like permanent purge open season all the time. That's a little bit, it's a little bit risky. But you know, that's hey, not what I was thinking. Be bold. That's, that's not good. what I was thinking. I was thinking uh, something else entirely. <laughs> uh, so Swift says, "Does the beam charge on PvP kills? I don't care about the rewards." See, that's what you're gonna run into, Echo. <laughs> uh, Swift, according to Echo, he's saying that the beam will Pretty charge sure it does, on but PvP I could kills. Be wrong. Yeah. Just for reference, uh, if you have a like a Kelvin, you, someone uh, one shot you with the beam, they would need the Sanctus level of a cube. 
So yeah, would yeah, still one shot you with that Sanctus. That's what I was saying about Bubba Joe. They would still be one shot at me. So punching down is not as much of a concern uh, as it is open season on on you know ships because you just need to charge up the beam, right? That's what ROE is for, right? Oh, don't you dare! Smile. <laughs> uh, don't you dare! Uh, Swift says so. A whale could camp out a system in one shot who he wants every eight kills. What's the range on this? Can I run? It's system-wide, so can't really run um, unless you are warping out. But it, it so it is system-wide. They don't have to catch you at impulse. As long as they're in the system, they can click you, click the cutting beam, and wham, bam, you're dead. Um, that Ooh. being said, that being said, you... Again, Swift, it, this depends on if they have the level of the board cube to be able to one-shot, okay? Whales can already one-shot people. So, and, and the board cube is going to have to be pretty highly tiered in order to one-shot warships. Is, is There's the board... one thing this board cube does in PvP. What? It guarantees more significant repair cost for higher level ships. That's just it. I don't know that it does, really. I mean, Bubba, if I flew against your best ship in my best ship, I'm going to do, what, 2-3% damage, maybe? Well, if, that's if what that. Ripper is saying. If you use the board cutting game against my ship, it will cause me much higher repairs. You think, what but, you wait a normal. second. What What is the hull health on your best ship? Roughly a little over a billion. I'm talking about being able to do 8 million. That's not even 1%, guys. I don't think that's going to increase his his cost at all in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, would, but would you do 8 million damage with your ship? No, I'm going to do much less. <laughs> there you go. Oh, wait, no. Would I do 8 million damage with my ship? Actually, Bubba, I probably would, wouldn't I? With isolytic and all the fact, I mean, wouldn't I do eight million? Surely, to goodness, I could do eight million damage. You wouldn't do thirty-five million, huh? You probably wouldn't with uh. Right. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't. Well, what are you talking about thirty-five? I asked, can I do eight with a normal ship, normal PvP? No, can I do eight million damage? I'm questioning why you wouldn't be doing thirty-five with the bait board cutting beam. Because I'm not at tier Saying 11. Tier what, six Sanctus. what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what tier are you getting to, DJ? I'm, I'm not going to be able... I'm going to be at tier 10 because it's a G5 uncommon, tier 6. Yeah, but you could be tier 11. I thought you had your Sanctus. No. And yes, I could be tier 18, Ripper, but none of that matters uh, as long as where okay. I am actually I at. I am at tier 10. I, I mean, you, you could know. I am at tier I 10. Apologize. All right. So okay. I am asking Bubba Joe, as, a, as an owner of a tier six Corvus. Can that Corvus do more than 8 million damage in a traditional battle? I think that where I am at currently, no. How much less do you think that it would be as compared to 8 million? Because I gotta- I, I think where I am at currently in the game, you will do zero. I would do zero? Zero. Okay, well, Probably. then it will increase repair costs. Okay, so be it. <laughs> okay, fair enough. If that's the case, then yes, uh, repair costs will go up. I mean... I mean, to be fair, this, this 
is a little bit of a game breaker in terms of like players at war. If there's like a really high ops player with a really high cube, you know, they're just gonna be going in, killing you across the system, and then getting out. But a no. really high ops player would be killing those guys anyway with their yeah, big old ships. Uh, Bubba just said. Bubba just said that I the, would not I mean, be I guess able. The argument would be you, to do you a single bit of damage. Yeah. There's no running. So, there's no escape. You cannot. You it's cannot. Just, you cannot run just away. Zapped across the system. You, right now, take DJ. Could. Oh, that is I have true. A question. Go ahead, Bubba. Does the Borg cutting beam follow PvP restrictions? Oh, in PvP banding. Yes. I believe that it does. Echo, right? The PvP banding still exists. My knowledge, yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, can I go ahead and release the new PvP banding chart, or do you want me to wait on that? No. Okay. It's but don't don't freak out, guys. It's not changing for any of us. It, it's just it's expanded. That's all. Don't, don't freak out. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh my god, they're finally changing the brackets. No. Op uh, sixty can no, no. only hit op sixty. Yeah, it's just expanded out. No, right, nobody. I'm going to uh, take my leave here. I have to go get dinner and feed my significant other. So have a wonderful uh, evening. Thanks for stopping thank by. Thank you Appreciate so much. It. This is awesome information. And again, we'll uh, we'll talk tomorrow in the morning. Sounds great. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow morning. Appreciate it so Bye, much. All right. Uh, let's see. What else? What else do we have? Um, Sport Motor says new band confirmed by DJ. Yeah, guy. Okay. Now that Echo's actually gone, just just take a look at at this graphic. Like super close. Okay. Like I I I can't specifically say things but i mean it's on, your, it's on your screen not what i didn't do it this was a chart it was a, nothing don't worry about it look at this how pretty is that oh god that even says g6 on a crap let's go somewhere else man that has up 70 on it i'm screwed everywhere oh no <laughs> whoops all right it Wait, is I mean, it is no, what it is no i i can't they said 70 where does this one? The, the, not the, that one? the news article on the news on the Scopely website literally says seventy. So hey, like, that's right. The news article on the Scopely website says op seventy. Anyway, it's on you, Scopely. We're gonna talk. Listen, all of it. In all fairness, here here's the bottom line. I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be cute about this. I'm being cute about this. Obviously, guys, we know that G6 is coming. All right, G6 was leaked earlier today. I am now prepared to officially confirm for you that G6 is arriving in the month of November. I will provide you much more information on that in the coming 48 hours. I am not yet prepared. Listen, first of all, normally I would not have even done this tonight. Thank you to Echo and Beck for coordinating everything that we've been able to do tonight. Tomorrow, we will talk to you more about the Borg. We're going to talk to you more about the officers that are coming. We're going to talk to you more about the events that are coming. That will be tomorrow. Wednesday, we will be sharing with you extremely detailed information on G6. Okay? So we're breaking our content out into three days. Today here, Board Cube. Tomorrow, Arc Launch, Events, Officers, Wednesday, a deep dive into G6, okay? That is the schedule. I can and will confirm to you that, dive. that G6 is here. It is coming. 
and I will share with you more information on that on Wednesday. This is the board cube. People are asking, what is the best use of the board cube? Let's postulate on this for a minute. Jules, Blue, Baba Joe, uh, Arian, Putz, Griffin, anybody who thinks that they might be excited for this cube, let me just go around the horn. Baba Joe, your first initial reaction to the board cube, where do you find its, its level of application? I want to fly it around and intimidate people. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. All right. Uh, dude, just to fly it. This has been a ship that, honest to goodness, I'm not lying, has been requested in the game for years. It's got to be the most requested thing since the inception of the game. At least since the introduction of the Borg arc, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. I think even before then, people were like, all I want is a Borg cube to fly around. People have said that. I mean, having a board cube is absolutely amazing. I'm excited about that. And the fact that this thing is so available and the fact that it is going to grow with the with the, the scope of your account, I find that to be absolutely amazing. I want to come back to this chart, Bubba Joe, because this might be... And, and Ripper, I am going to... Ripper has been very Debbie Downer on me this week, okay? He has been so cautious... And still is. So, Ripper, I am just flying high on optimism right here. Tell me what you perceive as potential pitfalls to this ship. What can... What, what are you still worried about? <laughs> I mean, you've been very vocal about how this is bad. Tell me why you, now that you've been saying this all week long, tell me now why you think this is bad. The future is very uncertain. And I am, I am not fully trusting on where they are going to go with additional researchers and officers for this particular thing. So what? Okay, but and what I is, think I think most of the excitement on oh this is super cool is just the fact that you're getting to fly a bog cube. I think there's it's deeper than that. The fact that, that is, this is a level twenty eight ship not. that will be sure. useful to me all the way at op seventy I think is massive. Or cube Death Stars. All right, now that I, would be Borg spheres. I I do hear what you're saying that you're worried about what they can do with this in the future. And I don't necessarily disagree, but we could say that I, about I anything. Also just... uh, which which brings into question the how does this fit into the future balance of content? Because I just... every Everything they have done so far in this game, it does not give me any ounce of confidence that they are going to be able to balance this correctly long term that's a fair question bubba let's take a look back at the damage output and by the way we're showing all tiers here this is all 18 tiers so all the way up obviously bubba joe you can expect to see uh some hostel somewhere that's got 86 billion hull on it um somewhere just, in the op 70 out, range up 16 has an op 70 requirement oh, sorry tier 16 has an op 70 requirement Tier 16 does have an op 70 requirement. That is correct. So, so let's talk about 
what this ship can do even at, say, Tier 15. At Tier 15, we're talking about 6 billion hull damage in PvE. Bubba Joe, uh, let me circle back to a question I asked you a few minutes ago. What okay. are some of the largest hostiles you can hit? Accused uh, uh, Trial, does it have 6 billion? Accused Trial is the largest hostile I, I can hit. And how much hull does it have? level, though. Hmm? What? I heard blue and you. I couldn't hear which one. Uh, I don't know what he said. What do you say? The largest hull health? Yeah, that's what we're largest talking about. Largest hull health on Accused Trial is... Um, I want to say it's in the billions, but it's probably less than 86 billion, but it might be higher than 11. So it might be somewhere in between tier 16. K92 says 150 billion. Well, that's However, the power, would... but I don't think the hull gets that. High. Yeah, guys, you need However, to look at the hull. Look at the hull. Well, here, let yeah, me go look. I would be looking for the hostile with the highest level and the lowest hull health. Okay. Well, all right. I would want the maximum technological distinctiveness. Well, we don't know what warp ranges and all that stuff is going to be. Okay. So this isn't nope. any okay, target, Okay, so right? I, am, I am incorrect. I currently have a Q's trial hostile at 150 billion power that has 141 billion hull health. So even at max tier, so I was this is not that a go-home cannon for every hostile that you've got. Right? Correct. Okay. Correct. Now, let's talk about the technological distinctiveness. The current biggest hostile in the game is level 60. Is There is level 60 hostiles, right, Bubba Joe? Yes. All right. Let's take a look uh, and find a level 60 hostile, and uh, we'll just do whatever. Name a hostile for me, Bubba Joe. Non-Armada, I suppose. Uh, assimilated Explorer. Assimilated Explorer. All right, here we go. 383 million power. Hull health, 144 million. All right, 144 million. Now, 144 million is the is the strength, which means it would take tier 13 in order to one-shot that hostile. Tier 13 is equivalent to a G5 epic which is what a level 60 hostile would be tuned for is a G5 epic. Now, granted, Ripper, let me agree with you and say that Scopely has not demonstrated the most amazing ability, it, almost any ability at all to do math in this game. Okay, I, I, I am right there with you. We criticize them all the time. Bubba, for us to ignore that fact right now would be, would be ignorant and, and rude. All right, they get a lot of things wrong. But we just now Have chose no wisdom. We just now chose a hostile, traced it through on whole health to look at the cutting beam, then trace that through based on tier, based on equivalency to the ship that it should be, and it actually lines up. So, is it possible that this one actually is right? Well, it certainly looks that way. We haven't done an exhaustive examination of potential pain points here, right? And is we won't a know tier yet. Five, not gonna, right? No, and that's my point. Is, is what we can see here, like we could go through level by level and say, hey, a tier five should be hitting this hostile. It has so much health. Yes, the board beam works. Like there are things that we can do there. Um, I, I, I don't know that that 
is useful. I, I mean, I think that I think there's the potential that there could be some in-betweens where this isn't 100% just going to kill the hostile that you're trying to grind against. But it looks like, in general, it looks pretty solid. At least at the early levels. Now, how long is it going to take to get there? Probably a long time. Probably not going to be cheap. All right. It's going to it take also a lot just, of... Uh, you know, one part of that ship. What? There's more to a ship than just, uh, you know, a special ability. Rip, you can, you, I'm sorry, buddy. You're going to have to stop talking in riddles. Give me your concerns. That's what I'm asking. Just just a, a reference to general balance, right? How how is how is the the actual ship? Okay, so, so we have the cutting beam now. We can see that, but how does the actual ship how is that balanced against like current hostiles? How is what are the future plans on how they are going to scale the damage because they're going to most certainly add research and officers to the cutting beam, which you know, as we have seen with critical damage, we'll probably end up in a bad state at some point, especially for PvP. I don't necessarily okay. disagree with what is going to come with this ship, but I am also already saying that in my opinion, on day one, this ship is stronger in PvE than it is in PvP. In my opinion, they did not make it aggressive enough in pvp now why is that bubba joe probably exactly what ripper says they are going to have research they're going to have officers there's going to be other future things that will enhance the board cube but me personally i already think the pvp numbers are extremely extremely conservative as we just discussed earlier bubba it would take me nearly 80 hits with a cutting beam to destroy one ship of yours you know what i'm saying i mean I think we, that's we too conservative. Just about Bubba's Rialta, though. We also just don't know nothing about the non-cutting beam capabilities of the ship. That's correct. That's correct. Wall. It could be, could be overtuned. It hmm. could be just falling flat. What we know, what we know, uh, sorry, let me rephrase. What we've been told is that this is going to be built like the battleships of the equivalent tiers. So, for example, at tier four, it is going to perform like a tier three auger. At tier five, it'll perform like a tier six auger. At tier seven, it'll perform like a tier six Newton. We are being told that this is going to have very, very similar properties to the battleship of its appropriate tier. Okay. So a so tier DJ. nine would be equivalent to a tier eight Tribune ballpark. Okay, go ahead, Bubba Joe. So there is a question in the chat that I think is a really valid question. Please. When we talk about a lot every time they release a new ship. Yes. And it's from Omicron says, why would I use this instead of my tier nine G4 rares for hostels? So DJ, why would I use this instead of my tier nine G4 rare that has a built-in well, I guess it depends on if you want to use that cutting beam, right? If you have a hostel that is going to come around and where you need some extra on that. I well, Listen, I even earlier today, I was talking to you, Bubba. I'm stuck at a Q's trial. And I'm stuck well, right I, now. I so I think it's more basing than that. In order to get the loot that you need to advance the ship, you have to use the cutting beam. 
That is, this is true. not like they're giving us a new set of but hostels. Maybe the question is go grind the loot. Maybe the question is why use the Borg cube at all? Right? Like why Because if you don't use the Borg cube, you don't get the loot to fuel the Borg cube. But what if you don't care and about the, the Borg cube at all? You don't, if to you don't care the about the Borg cube, cube at all, then I'm questioning why you're playing this game. Well, that's true. It is a very passionate product. <laughs> all right. I mean, that's true. It's a very, They're very passionate product. Why would product. I even want to fly around a Borg cube? Just say C in December. And then leave it at that. <laughs> that I, I guess that's true. All right. Joker says, looking at the charts, my first reaction is mess. See, mine's not. I think this is exciting content. I think this is content that at least here on day one, they have finally, finally, Baba Joe, exhibited an ability to create a specialty ship that is not a one and done. It's not a one trick pony and it doesn't ever expire. All right. Not only that, it's a ship for $20 that will grow with you all the way to op 70. I mean, that's kind of big too. All right. That's kind of big that. too. I love and I, I just I want to add, um, I'm not saying the ship is bad. I'm saying the high level of excitement might be a bit too early potentially because there's a lot of unknowns about this ship and how it actually is balanced and designed outside of the cutting beam see i think that's the it's the opposite for me the cutting beam is what's exciting about it if it performs good in routine combat that's gravy for me so that's bonus well, for me so dj Dude, why would i be I, why would i be jealous what i can just reinstall the game and get the cube if i want to dj Who's, wait i didn't say that no juby no, did ju what juby banana did what is happening i'm confused i'm very so, confused all right bubba D ripper is really confusing okay. me tonight go ahead bubba what do you got so this is um I, this is a pretty valid point in terms of I don't want to have to go grind 50 level 50 hostels to be able to go kill a level 60, right? If it does not grind hostels well, if there's not a crew that allows it to grind hostels at that appropriate level, then I am going to be disappointed, right? I do not want to have to go from system to system to go, okay, well, I can, I can, all I can do is grind on these, you know, 35s mm -hmm. to then go hit the one that I want to go kill, which is a 40 or 50 or something, right? Right. So I do not want to have to do that. But I like the concept. The numbers on the cutting beam look solid. I'm excited to be able to fly around the board cube. That's why I'm excited. I have no reason to suspect that it's not going to work against hostiles. But if it doesn't, then I think that's, frankly, an easy problem to solve. It it would be I I think uh, something simple that we could that we could go back with to make it a little bit beefier against the hostels we got to hit. Slim says, "What do we know about it? Game it for you if you'd like." I'm sorry, what? Want, Bubba. I can also tell you how to game it if you'd want, Bubba. What are, what are you? This this is driving me nuts tonight. Uh, what what are we talking uh, about? In terms of just saying that the any if any target gives you that the trans the material, uh, that means that any ship wearing that 60 label counts right so if you kill a level 60 rialta that's the level 60 reward is not you can't have a level 60 rialta sure you can 
No. Yeah, Op 60. Op 60 is different than level 60. Is so, it talking about the is it talking about the ops? Like the level of the hostile itself? Well, I gotta be honest player? with you. My information says that you don't earn that in PvP. So if Echo is gonna come back and, and give us more information on that tomorrow, then so be it. My information says it's PvE only. Yeah, if it does if PvP does count though, that could just be two level sixties orbiting each other in a low level hostile system. While this is my each point. Discoveries. This is my point. This is why in, in all fairness, and I totally respect what he came here and did. I don't think that's right. Because that introduces actually a lot of problems, in my opinion. <laughs> all right. That that introduces a lot of gaming and a lot of problems. My information says that it was PvE only, and that makes a lot more sense. All right. Um, so anyway, we will see. We will see. Uh, now let's go through and see if we can answer a few questions here. Cause there are some things here, Bubba, we might have to repeat ourselves a few times. I do want to welcome everybody in. We've got a record Twitch audience here, Bubba Joe. Uh, so thank you guys so very much. My name is ultimate DJs. Bubba Joe is with us. Jules Verne and blue Mandalorian from the talking track laboratory. Ripper is here. Uh, Arian putts Griffin and Stevens Aaron. We are your talking track panel. Welcome to the 711 viewers live on our video stream right now to learn about the board cube. Really appreciate you guys being with us. Come into your chat. Ooh, that's for, a good question. What's that? <laughs> Come into your chat Sorry. with questions now. Uh, certainly says, what's the free-to-play path? Uh, completely free-to-play. Here are your acquisitions. Day one for $100. Day eight for $20. December event store, absolutely free. Okay? that That is the short way to to go with that okay sky uh sky says do we know what the ship ability does or is the ship ability just getting loot for killing with the beam the ship ability is the cutting beam all right that is the the ability itself okay um DJ, yes Bubba. does the cutting beam drop your peace shield very very good question i do not actually have the answer to that so we need to write down an answer Probably or write down if it needs to generate a battle log I am going to assume that it does because it will generate a battle log. All right. It will generate a battle log. So it probably would drop your shield too, I would imagine. Sandy says two board cubes would equal a $100 pack and a $20 battle pass. Correct. Sandy's, you could get two board cubes by buying a cube on day one for $100 and getting your second cube on day eight with the $20 battle pass. That will give you two fully functional board cubes. All right. Swift says, if it's like the Mantis thing, it'll work on any player level. Swift uh, game design has told us that it will operate within the parameters of current PvP banding. So you're not going to be able to punch down too far. All right. Have Lo you seen the uh, the video? What? What the video? Next video of it firing? I, I, I have literally been here with you guys the entire time. I'm just saying, one thing I'm excited for is just <laughs> now we're going to be living in a world where... You can just see like a Death Star beam shoot across the system. We see that all the time anyway. The map. I see that oh, literally yeah. now, every now day right now. Now it's like by design. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so they finally, they've taken a game bug and made it a feature. That sounds familiar. I was thinking that, but Echo was on it. I didn't really want to say that. That's what that's what they've done. Uh, Captain Jack says, when, we meet, when may we expect this to be live? After maintenance tomorrow morning. It'll be live tomorrow morning. Um... <clears throat> Everywhere it matters says, can you figure out how I can upgrade this thing without any faction ships? You can't. 
Faction ships contain triggers that unlock the warp tokens for you. All right, that is it. So if you have a Newton, a Cory, or a Pylum, and you get to tier six, it triggers a gift chest. All right, the so gift I wanna, chest. I wanna, okay. Yeah. No, no, so I want to clarify that as well. So if you are skipping one of these and you achieve the next one, do you get the previous tier? Yes. It will be backwards okay. compatible as long as you hit a milestone, as long as you hit a milestone, it will come back and give you all previous milestone unlocks if you haven't already had it. All right. SKZ says too convoluted, should have stuck to ops lock. I'll tell you why I don't like that. This allow. first of all, they didn't want that because Bubba, what would happen? Everybody would abandon all FKR ships and only focus solely on the board cube. They can't have that. All right. But secondly, this provides a secondary equal power ship that you can stick with for all time. All right. I actually really like the fact that there are faction ship prerequisites in this Bubba because that means that you don't abandon an entire portion of the game. Right. You know, too many thoughts say, says the board cube will always be your second best ship. That's arguable thoughts. Game design is claiming. Well, let me rephrase. Jules Verne is claiming that it will always be your number one ship. Jules Verne is claiming that it well, will I'm always. I'm not sure I'm claiming that entirely. We, because the, the thing is, too, is what we've been saying is that the hostels that you're hitting, you're already regularly hitting. And it's only a one-shot thing. When we were first discussing this, I thought it was actually a ship ability in battle mm -hmm. and not a one-shot. So I don't think that it's going to be the only ship you'd be using. Hey, that's the point. They don't want it to be the only ship that you're using, right? But it's always going to be relevant. It will always be relevant, all right? Uh, Dragon Keeper says it will be my number 10 ship. Well, that's only if you don't upgrade it, all right? I mean, don't know if you don't upgrade it, all right? Uh, Nekar says the official page says that the Borg Cutting Beam will have a diminishing return on damage when attacking a target at higher ops level than you are. <laughs> all right, so... well. In well, terms of the amount of damage it does to their hull, it's not going to be as potent, I think is what that's trying to say. That's, that's what we were talking about, DJ. We'll you know, go you're doing with that. Eight and a half million to, <laughs> eight, eight and a half million to my, you know, 100 billion or my yeah. billion, right? It's, it's whereas you doing eight and a half million to another ship that may only have eight and a half million hull, that's going to be far more pronounced in effect. So... I would love to claim that that is what the intended, intended wording of that is. However, I am pretty sure that that's incorrect, actually. I was told by game design that that was actually dropped, but the original design of this, Bubba Joe, the original design... Now, again, let me be very clear. I will... I'm going to have to pull an echo on this. I'm going to have to circle back to you guys on this. I was told that that was dropped. It apparently didn't make it out of the patch notes. But uh, originally, Bubba Joe, originally, they were going to scale down the PvP damage from the cutting beam if I tried to punch up. 
Not punch down, but punch up. Now tell me why that might be. Oh. Yeah. Why that is, is they were probably trying to be very sensitive to the high ops level players. And so they were actually going to reduce the amount of damage that was inflicted by the board cube for, say, an Ops 40 punching up to an Ops 60. That was the original thought. However, however, I was told even a couple of hours ago that that was actually removed. All right, so um, I don't know if that's confirmed. If it's on the official website, then that actually does have me concerned, but I was told even two or three hours ago that that mechanic had been removed. That being said, Bubba Joe, unfortunately, that's what I was hoping for when I first read that in my engineering notes. And they told me, no, no, it's it's actually that. If you try to punch up too far, it's going to scale down your damage because you're not supposed to be hitting a target that big. I was like, are you flipping kidding me right now? <laughs> the numbers are already conservative. You don't need to nerf them anymore. But I think that's why I think that's why they have taken it out. I hope I hope they've taken it out. Slim says the video said exactly the opposite. What what did the video say? Oh, listen, I know that the video said that. First of all, Beck taped that like three or four days ago. I'm saying I pleaded with them to change that, and I was told that it was going to be changed, but I, maybe it hasn't been, or maybe it hasn't been yet, but all of this content you're seeing today was actually already done a couple of days ago. Beck couldn't have changed that if she had wanted to. All right, I... I I was on the phone with her when she was getting ready to go into that recording session to, to tape that video. That was done days ago. So we'll have to update that. We'll have to update that if it needs to happen. Now, K9 says maybe they need to update that for PvE. I still don't think so. Bubba and I, listen, we already did this. We went on the STFC.space. We picked a random hostel. We went back and traced its tier through, and we still found that it would require a player at Bubba Joe's level to one-shot a PvE hostile at his level. This is not going to be a punch-up mechanic uh, in PvE the way you guys think it's going to be. Because, Bubba, let's do another example. Let's do another example. Uh, a level 60 freebooter. Can we look at a level 60 freebooter? Is that cool? You don't want to look at a freebooter. You want to look at something else. Okay, fine. Uh, well, to prove that it wouldn't work, I think is a good point. But nonetheless. Okay. Uh, no, go ahead. Pull up a freebooter because that's the one that's going to have all the holes. Right. All right. So let's take a look at a freebooter. And and you know what? We'll even choose an interceptor because it's got the least amount of hull. 1.3 billion. Now, I am an Ops 55. Actually, I'm an Ops 56 now. I almost forgot about it. An Ops 56. Okay. If I come here to what my tier is going to be, right here, tier 10, and then I come over here to the damage chart, but tier 10 is only going to get me 17 million hull damage in PvE. Is that enough to take down a level 60 freebooter? No. No, it doesn't. Now, Everywhere It Matters says, why would you use it on a freebooter? Really good point. So pick me another hostile. Everywhere It Matters, pick me another hostile. Any huge level 60 hostile in the game. Pick out any hostile you want and give me any ops level you want. And well, I will Jem Hadar. All right. What level? You you guys tell me everything. A level 60 gem hadar? Yeah. All right. 
Geminar, uh, we'll go with a cruiser. 166 million. Now, what ops level is going to be able to do that? 166 million would require tier 13. Bubba Joe, a tier 13, <clears throat> is going to require an ops 60 level player. All right. Everywhere it matters which says go lower. Which is what you would expect. Which is what you would expect. That's pop. That's balanced. All right. Now, um, what what else? Everywhere matters says go lower. Okay, give me a give me a number. You give me a number. I'm going to give you every example as to why I believe this is currently balanced. Real quick, while I am waiting on everywhere it matters to come in and give that, I would like to invite. All of you, while you guys are here, take a look above me. We are in the middle of a Christmas fundraiser. Not that I want to interrupt all this, but I'm being told by my entire team and staff that I need to remind you guys about the charity project that we're working on this year with Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt Medical in Nashville, Tennessee. We are raising money to provide Christmas for sick children in their ward. 14 floors of children are going to be uh, stocked up children in all these beds over the Christmas holiday. And we are raising money to provide them a Christmas. A lot more information on this is available if you want to stick around afterwards and ask about it. But we are asking if you would be in any way interested or would like to come back and talk to us a little bit later about some other content, about what we're doing with the Children's Hospital, we would love to be able to share that with you. Thank you guys so very much for considering that. Exclamation point, dono, uh, sorry, donate in the Twitch chat if that's something that you're interested with, okay? All right, Everywhere It Matters. Where you at with me on a level of hostile? Everywhere It Matters. Looking for you, buddy. You're running the show here. I don't see his response. Will the cube be able to cloak? Not that I'm aware of. All right, not that I'm, a, not that I'm aware of. Everywhere It Matters says, so wait, we're going to be able to kill appropriate level ships. Yeah. Yeah, that's the point. It is supposed to grow with your faction ships. It will always be able to do what your other ships would be able to do, except it will grow with you forever. Okay? And it'll grow with you forever. So, TJ's, I, got a, I have a counterpoint here. Uh, take a look at the Jemadars, but look in the 49 to 51 range. Okay, let's now, do that. this is still still able to hit with Aikmuro Chen. Uh, I'm curious what is like the smaller ships that people are using against the Gemadars 49 to 51s. All right, so let's <laughs> What's say. What uh, ship are they using that can kill those? Uh, well, a Gemadar. Uh, all right, who's hunting level 49 Gemadars and what are you doing? What are you using? Everywhere it matters says I'm using an Enterprise. Okay, so an Enterprise, Pike Moreau Chen is doing that. Um, Gemadar 49, 2.5 million on the hull. According to the damage, 2.5 million. Is going to require tier seven. Tier seven would require a G4 rare to get to that point. So, again, this is the example of Pike Moreau Chen, just the gift that keeps on giving, Bubba Joe. Um, yes. Pike Moreau Chen would allow an Enterprise to hit 49s. But, in all fairness, really truthfully, everybody, should a level 34 ship be killing 49s? No. That is, that shouldn't be happening. That's because of busted game design with Pike Moro Chen anyway. All right. But to Jules's point, well, 2.5 million yeah, so hull. With about a door. 2.5 million hull would require level uh, tier seven of the ship, which would require tier six of a G4 rare. Which is probably where you should be to be hitting those hostels. Probably about where you should be, but we know that some players can do it 
earlier. Okay, some players can do it earlier, and and that's okay. That's okay. There are not keeper. What are we saying? That sounds like we're having to punch down. We are giving you examples where you're hitting exactly the hostels you should be hitting. Unless you're going to do it with Pike Moreau Chen. If you're going to do it with Pike Moreau Chen, then you know keep punching those forty nines, man. So there's an argument that for G four players or G four hostels at least that this maybe not be the best ship because of Pike Moreau but yeah, well, I but think we, I think we already okay. kind of, I think we already kind of established it. And you just say that it wouldn't be necessarily your best ship because it's only a one-shot mechanic, right? Yeah. Okay. Especially because Pike Rochin is so overpowered or you know, unbalanced, or however you want to say that for the G four hostels. Yeah. And Vanadia is saying there's a lot of 40s hostiles that you might not be able to kill with the beam. And that's and, and that's kind of what we're saying here. Now, I do think that Ripper has a point, although I don't feel it's justified for him to be fearful about it. Because again, Bubba Joe, I think these numbers, quite honestly, are conservative. I look at them. I'm excited about the concept of a Bubba Joe, but I said that to you too. I feel like these numbers are too low. This is going to give them room for growth to improve these numbers to a point where they can be very powerful for all players, Jules. I mean, if these are the base level values, do you think it's possible or reasonable that they would release research and or officers that enhances the abilities of, of the cube? I mean, I, I think that's a yeah. no-brainer. I think that is 100% what's going to happen. Weren't you saying there was already some board cube research out there? There will be board cube research is launched um, in the X board research tree. You're going to have warp range, board cube damage, board cube kinetic damage, board cube assimilation points. I don't know what that is. And board cube PVP crit chance. Isn't the assimilation points what you get when you use the board beam on a awesome? Well, they were calling it something else. They were, I mean, you might be right, but they were calling it technological distinctiveness. Maybe assimilation points is technological distinctiveness. I don't know. All right. I, I, that I don't know. I, my, my point is just, I would like to have a more complete picture about this entire ship, including the non-cutting beam capabilities of the ship to give a proper judgment from, like form a proper opinion for me. I think that's fair. Unfortunately, we don't have all that. Hopefully, 12 hours from now, it'll be on stfc.space, and we'll be able to really dive into DPR, shield, hull, is... and what it looks like. But we don't actually know that now. All we know at this point is what they have told us, which is that it's going to scale very similarly in statistics to the battleships of each of these tiers. That is all we know at this point. And if that all works out, that's absolutely fantastic. And then, uh, you know great thing and uh that was really kind of all my point on all of that and maybe i have not delivered that in a i think it's way. i think it's fair for us to want more information on it but you know what we'll, we'll just leave it there i think it's fair to want more information on it all right uh what i what i think might be slightly unfair is for us to be unhappy about it based on what we do know because based on what we do know this actually appears to be pretty good 
All right. I, I wasn't unhappy about it, to be clear. Good. I'm glad. See, Ripper likes just, it now, too. Uh, just cautious, <laughs> I guess. Ca- Ca- yeah, cautious you know what? might be the, and the bad word. That's a thousand percent right. And Bubba, I think you can share publicly as well. We've all been very cautious about this. Uh, we've all told them this sounds great, but we need to see some data. And they finally came through with data only hours ago. You know, and I'm looking at this data, Jules. I mean, it's not going to be the the Carol Freeman of ships, but it's going to be very capable. I, if Jules, if you're offering based on what you know right now, only the data that I've provided to you, what is your 60 second summation on your reception to this board cube? I, I love the fact that it scales with ops. I love the fact that. Uh, we can continue to invest into it using the currency that we're getting from that. I love that it has an interesting mechanic to it that is free, essentially, to use. Uh, I think that that's going to be really helpful. And I do love the fact that this does bypass getting one-shotted by your opponent. So it doesn't fix PvP because it's not going to kill your target. No. But it's certainly going to you know, scratch the paint where you may not have been able to scratch the paint before. So I like that already. Uh, is it going to be a ship that's going to change my game or my approach to certain things? That's yet to be seen. Um, and I obviously believe that they'll be including research to make it more potent in the future. I agree with literally 100% of that. Uh, Bubba Joe, same thing for you. 60-second summation on the facts that we have here right now. Well, I've wanted to fly a board cube forever. So the fact that I get to do that is automatically a bonus. The fact that it sounds like it could be useful makes me even more excited. So for me, if it is remotely useful, and it certainly looks like it will be, and I get to fly around the board cube, God forbid I get to fly around two of them, <laughs> it's going to excite me. Would you guys like to see uh, a few of the actual images in game? Oh, God. Um, let me pull... Here is uh, here is a rendering in the game of the board cube and what it'll take a look like, uh, what it'll look like in the game. Beautiful. Um, it, it is really really nice. I've got a couple of the interstitials as well. Um, this is one. Let me see if I can get this pulled up here, guys. Sorry. Where is it going? Oh, here we go. Here's one of the interstitials, refine technological distinctiveness to upgrade the ship and unlock research, build and tear up faction ships to unlock the board cube's full potential. So here is, uh, again, how one of the examples of how it's going to look in the game. Here is a second interstitial uh, right here. Damage ships with the board cube to charge the cutting beam ability. Use the cutting beam to devastate targets and earn technological distinctiveness. So that is what we've got in the game here so far as far as uh, the Borg cube images that we're going to be able to pull out of the game so far. Um, I'm looking to see if there's anything else that I've got that I am authorized to share with you tonight. I think that's about it. We are launching our content in three phases, guys. So tonight was all about the Borg cube. Tomorrow... Uh, we'll be talking to you more, a little bit more about the cube, the officers, et cetera, et cetera, and some of the other events and some of the primes, et cetera, et cetera. Basically a normal arc fall video that we've got for you. And coming Wednesday, we will be doing a deep dive into G6.
All right. The research. Yes, the research will be added into the export tree. This is what you've got coming right here. Um, these are the five uh, board researches that are coming in the Xborg research tree effective tomorrow. What class ship is the Borg cube? It is a battleship. It will be a battleship. Turmoil says if you hit a PvP target with the cutting beam and do not destroy it, will you be destroyed? No, they will not counterattack you. It is literally just a shot that you provide. There will be a battle log, but it is not engaging in battle. It is just the board cube zapping you, and that's it. All right, that's it. Um, are there going to be new primes? <laughs> obviously. Uh, <laughs> obviously, it's going to be new primes. All right. Uh, will the patch fix daylight savings? Uh for the most part. Yeah, dailies reset. I know it's going to be fixed. Uh, they said. Anyway, dailies is what they said. I'd like to give my quick opinion summary. Yeah, sure. What do you got, Arian? I'm, I'm excited. I think it's about time we have the cube. I think it looks awesome. I it hope it looks look like good. that in-game. Not like that one skin. Uh, I'm yeah. really excited not, not only about the sourcing, but also that we know the details of it ahead of time. I'm happy with the loop that it doesn't have its own juice for a currency like to to use the beam and that it was designed for hitting quote unquote any hostile for charging not a specific hostile yeah i think it could make for some really interesting gameplay and tactics if people start thinking about how they can do that and i'm super happy that this is going to be an arc launching with a feature available on day eight for low spend and right down to Ops 28. I think that's a huge, huge win. Yeah. Uh, and Tycon, in all fairness, yes, the the full reveal today was um, what I was prepared to do. And Ripper knows. Listen, Ripper and Bubba witnessed the roller coaster that was DJ's emotional state for about the two or three hours prior to us going on the air. Because this whole thing happened... Mainly because I threw a ginormous temper tantrum like a child. I did. I threw a temper tantrum. All right. So no way, not you. Yeah, I did. I pretty much stamped my feet. I was I was yelling and I was very unprofessional. Um, but I basically said, okay, whatever. If you leak stuff, I leak stuff too. <laughs> and that's what I said. All right, I'm just gonna put it all out there. Piss on it. Uh, but then they, they called me and, and, you know, talked me off the ledge, Bubba Joe, and said, okay, how about we just roll this out in a couple steps? And I was like, I don't know, maybe, maybe that's a little bit better. <laughs> All right. Maybe it's a little prevailed. bit better. So I, I was, I was a little bit, I was a little bit fussy earlier today. In all fairness, I, I was, I was a child. Um, I was, I was a child. All right. Questions. No, I did not talk to him as a chipmunk, although I probably would have gotten my way a lot easier with a lot less anger if I had. Who can say no to this? <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, all right. Uh, so, yeah, Tycon, I, I'm sorry. We will be rolling it out, though. I've got a lot more coming out tomorrow morning and then a lot more coming on day uh, two. Okay. Um, spin and loop. the Arcball video will be done completely in the chipmunk voice. It will not. We didn't hit $30,000 for the sick children. All right. Can the cube cloak? Uh, not at this time. Okay. Not at this time. Uh, am I getting the cube tomorrow? Uh, 
let me put it this way. I Scopely has said that they're going to provide it. They want us to show it off. But if they didn't, I would buy it tomorrow. Okay, in all fairness, I like I don't want to say that because then they'll just drag their feet and I'll buy it anyway and they'll get my $100. But Bubba, let, you're a better person to ask. Bubba, are you buying this ship tomorrow? Almost certainly. Uh, yeah. Uh, if if they – I have to work tomorrow during the day. Let me put it that I, way. I, I have to work tomorrow during this, the day. I will, I will say this, DJ. I will be – if the if there is a limited upgrade path, and I would be stuck hitting level 15 hostels for yeah. a year and a half. <laughs> I am not going to rush into this. Fair but enough. If there's something that I can tear up at a reasonable rate uh, to where I can start hitting hostels that I would normally hit, mm -hmm. then yeah, I'm interested in going after this uh, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Uh, Voltron says, what currency are we going to need to tear up the ships? The currency is called Borg. I think it's real simple. It's just Borg data tear up cubes or something like that uh here let me see if i can find it yep board cube you trade in the distinctiveness for right? yeah DJ? the distinctiveness goes into a refinery you get out straight up board cube ship parts that'll that'll be done all right where's the you know what i probably didn't turn on any of the uh i probably didn't turn on any of the redeems because we weren't planning a twitch stream tonight so i am I'm, I'm sorry but it was very very this was very impromptu Griffin and Jules can now also tell you that. I mean, literally, I gave you guys the information maybe, maybe 10 minutes earlier than I was legally allowed to. But this was very impromptu. I gave you the stuff and said, we got to go. We got to go. Yep. Uh, that I sent my class up early. I said, yeah. go. I sent yeah, Jules a message. I sent Jules a message. He was like, I'm giving a lecture. I'm like, well, I'm going to be on the air in like 15, 20 minutes. He was like. Class dismissed. <laughs> he was like, get the heck out of here. We got work to do. <laughs> so uh, there's that. I would like to say thanks to everybody who has followed the channel tonight. I couldn't even begin to read everybody's name. Uh, but thank you guys so very much. So many new followers here tonight, Bubba Joe. Uh, Crudus, Simno, Nerdy, Craig, Sonus, Kai. Thank you. Uh, Heart Hunter, Fizzy Lifting, uh, Mercy's Mama, Sport Motor. Thank you, guys. E. Gumps, Bob Flay, Taco, Bunker, Stone Cold, Omega, Vulcan, Imperial, Z Dream. Thank you guys very much for following the channel. Beetle, thank you. Welcome in to the Litter Box. Really, really am grateful that you guys stopped by here tonight. Thank you guys so very, very much. Um, will I buy the ship tomorrow? If, if This is what I was going to say. If I've got to work tomorrow, if they haven't given it to me by the time I would go on stream tomorrow night, then, yeah, I'm going to buy it. All right, I am going to buy it. So that, that just kind of depends. By the way, uh, for those of you who are curious and don't know what's going on here with our channel, if you're a first-time player here, I will point your direction over here right above my right shoulder and tell you that, ladies and gentlemen, we are giving away battle passes, the $20 battle pass. We're giving away the $20 battle pass so that you can have the cube. Uh, Bubba Joe, take a look above my shoulder and let's count up because we have more to add all right, uh, not 21, but 22, 23, 24, 25, 26 battle passes we are up to. 26. Oh, my. We have given away five uh, so far in our Discord. If you would like an opportunity to win, exclamation point Discord in the Twitch chat. Join our Discord. Register in the Spam It room. 
register in the spam it room and then uh, you'll have an opportunity to win you do not need to be present to win you do not need to be watching live to win just go enter the contest if you win we will reach out to you and let you know that's exclamation point discord for you to win your very own borg cube we have given away five we have 21 remaining to give away all right we got 21 remaining still to give away and that number will continue to grow uh, Thimbro, DJs, thank you for the what follow. What do we need to do to make that number grow exactly? What are we asking folks to do? We're asking you to subscribe as a first-time subscriber here to our Twitch channel or to our Patreon. You can find a link to our Patreon channel at exclamation point Patreon. Uh, again, you are not, like, we're not giving a battle pass just to subscribe. When you subscribe as a first-time chatter uh, or a first-time subscriber or first-time Patreon supporter, then you are adding one to the kitty. And then we are uh, giving everybody the opportunity to win those. So, for example, just now, Nerdy Bots, uh, he is a brand new Amazon Prime subscription. Thank you very much for that. We're going to add one to the kitty. There you go. Now 27 to give away. All right. Thank you guys so very much for that. I appreciate that. Let me just look and see if there were any other first times tonight. Um, uh, look so at that. I have a question on Omega that. Omega Morte was a brand new one tonight. Welcome in. Appreciate you. Thank you for your Prime sub. And I think that is it for tonight as far as our newbies. There you go. Thank you guys DJ. so much. Appreciate it. Yeah. What's up, Bubba? If if you were a follower who was exclusively and only on Twitch and they go and sign up for Patreon, does that count? Yeah. Okay. If they're, if they're a first-time Patreon sub, yeah, I can see that history on all of it. So if you're a first-time Patreon or a first-time Twitch sub, then yeah, absolutely. Cool. It'll count. All right. Good. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, what is the invite link to Discord? Exclamation Discord didn't do anything. Uh, it should be coming up. Nuge says, why should I be saving my sub until the 7th? That is just because Twitch is launching a big hype contest thing tomorrow. Um, wait, is that... Was it actually today? DJ, it, it's, it launched today. We were not planning on having a stream today. So oh, let her in. If you've got a message, no, we can wait. do it right now. No. I don't yeah. have the browser source loaded. Crap. The browser source has to be in there to count all the stuff. All right, hang on. Let me see if I can find it real quick. All right. I have to go, DJ. But, but, yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for, for being here for the launch. Um, have a wonderful night, and I will see you tomorrow. Uh, Griffin, I don't know Possibly. if I have that thing. I don't know if I have that thing ready. Uh, where the heck hold is up, it? Hold up, everybody. Hold up. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, hang on a second. I, I wasn't planning on being live tonight. Where the heck is it? I know. It? That was the surprise. I don't even know where the thingy is. Let me see if I can find. Nope, that's not it. Uh, hype challenge Twitch. Let me just Google it. Let's see if I can find it. Oh, yeah. It did start today. That's wonderful. Great. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Twitch. Oh, no. I can't even find the daggone... I can't even find the, 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 the <sighs> guys stick with me for a second. I, I'm having a brain fart. Just stick with me for a second. I can't find the browser source for it, man. I thought I already created this, but maybe I didn't. Is it under, hang on. Uh, you know what? Maybe I did under overlays. I sure did. There it is. Oh, we're safe. 
Oh, we're back in the game. Oh, and it, it looks like it's been counting. You know why? Because I had it in here and it was just hidden. Oh, man, I am so proud of me for thinking ahead. <laughs> Griffin, okay. look at me. I was thinking ahead. I already had loaded it. I had already loaded it and um, and apparently just hit it. Man. I am so proud of you, DJ. I, that is an applause button moment. Give yourself a round of applause. <laughs> I, I, knew, I knew me. I knew that Good I would job, eventually DJ. forget about it. That's that very. Amazing. So we can now all do. We have a level two hype train. We can now all finally use our subscription messages, and let's get this show on the road. Yeah, there you go. You guys can use your subscription messages now. Thank you so very much. I I did not know. Thank you guys. I I uh, it was an accidental success. No, you know what? I like to think it was. I like to think that it was probably I knew myself, and I probably kind of had a feeling that I would have screwed this up a little bit later. So probably wise that. Um, that we went ahead and messed with this a little bit earlier. Uh, I'm going to shrink it down. I feel like it's a little bit big. Maybe uh, about right there. Does that look a little bit better? Yeah, that's yeah, a little bit better. All right. So welcome into the Twitch hype challenge. Uh, wow. You guys are going crazy. Wow. Have all of you guys been They've holding been on to all those? Holy smokes. Guys, thank you so very much. Uh, I'll start reading names here in a moment. I do want to come to the chat. Does anybody still have questions on the board cube? Oh my god! DJ, so it all a question. Out. I can't find it now, but somebody did. Somebody did ask if the functionality of the weapon works sort of like how you would activate the Mantis weapon. Is that sort of the thing? You click on a ship and have there's a button to push? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly how it's going to look. Go. As a matter of fact, let me see. Yeah. Posted in the lab. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, I think Beck's video. Yeah, here we go. Thank you. Uh, I'll pull this up right here. Here's what you're going to see. You're going to see literally a picture of a Death Star. Uh, <laughs> Commence primary ignition. That's what you're going to see. You're going to see a Death Star. You're going to see a Death Star, everybody. That is. <laughs> this is it. This is what's actually going to show up right here. That little that little image of the Death Star right there. Okay, amazing. Uh, it is. That's the go home go home button right there. White Wolf says, Just "Where do we fire it? Where do we see Beck's video? I could show you Beck's video now, but I don't know how long it is. You guys want to watch Beck's video? Beck, you want me to jump to the timestamp of it firing? I sure. sent you the timestamp and the link. I love hype. Give me more hype. <laughs> Thank you, everywhere <laughs> it matters. I love I love your hype too. Listen, you guys are rocking it thank you guys so very much let me let me see if i can read a couple of these things here real quick and i'll pull up beck's video wait which one am i looking at the video is in this... your pm from me it shows the timestamp as well oh we got the video okay we'll pull this up here in just a second we'll play this this is beck's video we'll watch this in a second let me uh it's three minutes so we'll play it here in 33 just a second. is the stamp uh, let me let me try to get through a couple of thank yous because you guys have already hit a level six hype train thank you I, Thank you. Just we're going golly. nuts on this hype. Nuts. I, I really do appreciate it. That is just mind blowing. Thank you. Um, Mudblood, thank you for your 13 month resub. Smoke. I, you know what? Let me go to a different, <laughs> let me go to a different button here that, that might help me read this faster. Meal, Mudblood, Smoke Mohawk, Fake Joe, General Darkfire, Scribbler, Rucker, Wonder Yams, Hear No More, Fredo, Adam, Archer, Lieutenant Fire, Crazy Hot Spurs fan. 
Killer Rabbit, Webster, Never Ever, A.S. Green, Triblets, McSurgeon, Rajal Ghoul, Geehee, Jayhawk, Raskar, Gameplays, Jace, Your Way, Allen, Crash Override, uh, Insanity, Canine Tooth, Brins uh, Brinzinger Wolf, Wire Speed, Everywhere It Matters, Balabomb, Nooch Fireball, Master Viper, Nerdy Bots, Radio Dad, Kramer, Pong, Unimatrix, Q, Riverwind, Griffin, Frustrated Borg, Wow Cell, Adiary, Omega Morte, Piano Man, Roku, Zerg, Classy Pete, Killer Penguin, Louis P, Prime, MBD, Anubis, Eric, Heavy Tater, Shinjo, Jesus, Wardod, Beck Likes Plants, and Bayonetta have all just subscribed to the channel. So <laughs> thank you. Good God almighty. You guys are insane. And Griffin dropping 10 gifted. Drina R, thank you. Tough Cal, Diamara, Tiberius. Thank you guys so much for adding. And look at this. We are... <laughs> what is happening? You guys is crazy. All the hype! All the hype! Oh, my goodness. Are we doing hype right now? I was not prepared to do this right now. You guys want to do hype? Uh, Jimbo. Seven, baby. Let's go. Jimbo, the triangle uh, cube will be a battleship. It'll be a battleship. Thank you guys very much for the hype a level seven hype train 48 percent through a level seven and over there on the hype train challenge on the hype challenge uh already hitting level three like instantaneously there griffin absolutely amazing thank you um yeah i know that is that is nuts i didn't i didn't post my associated levels with twitch wait what i didn't post what associated levels oh the community goals got traitor Oh, Trader's gone. See, again, we oh, weren't no. prepared to be on tonight. We were going to reveal him tomorrow. I forgot. The, the deadline, her homework assignment wasn't due until tomorrow, guys. I'm so sorry. We'll tell you tomorrow. All right. I, she, I didn't tell her we needed it. This happened in the last two hours. This happened in the last two hours. Omicron, I know that statement exists. I am 99% sure that that statement has been omitted from the game mechanic. But Omega says the board cutting beam has diminished returns when attacking things higher than your player level. I acknowledge that that statement is there. I do believe it is being removed. Okay, I believe that that mechanic was in fact removed. But I cannot just say like for sure. Dumb, just like they did that dumb treasury feature a couple days late, you know, it can happen. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it could happen. Maybe that was a thing, like the tax, and and but yeah, we're we're talking about it, okay? Um, but they they told me that they thought that was that was not going to uh, work. Tricky says, does the cutting beam work against players? Absolutely does. Uh, there is actually different levels of PvP 
versus PvE strength, and those are listed right here on your screen. PvP damage from the cutting beam is in this column. PvE damage from the cutting beam is in this column. All right. Uh, will the cutting beam work against yellows? Yes, it will. Baby Yaga says, yo, DJ, I'm curious. Hold on, I just lost it. I'm curious, how are we finding out about the board cube right now and the arc's not out yet? Because we were all very excited. We were all very excited. And I finally, finally, with the assistance, with the assistance of the lovely and talented digital content director was finally able to convince Scopely not to be afraid of hype. Okay, we were not, we finally got them to not be so scared of hype. All right, uh, so yeah, there we go. Jo uh, Goyim says, will the board cube need battleship parts? Here's the thing. You know what? This is, I, I don't know. I would assume so, but I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Uh, we will know things about repair cost and cost to upgrade tomorrow when Scopely releases that data, but we don't have all of that just yet. Uh, Garrick, thank you so much, man. Garrick dropping five gifted into the chat. Everywhere it matters, dropping five gifted. Wonder Yams nice. dropping a gifted sub. Moth, all sizzle. Thank you guys for that. Uh, Garrick, everywhere it matters. Let's see, I think I said that one. And Delicia dropping five gifted. Griffin dropping 10 gifted. You guys, thank you. DJ, this is are you on a level eight hype train on a Monday you're not even on tonight? We're on a level eight hype train on a night that we're not even normally scheduled. Uh, thank you guys so very much. That is insane. Uh, guys, for those of you who are new to our channel, welcome in. Do appreciate the follow. My name is Ultimate DJs. We do crazy things on this channel, including crazy giveaways. I want you to take a look right up here, and you'll observe that we have so many battle passes to give away this month. To enter to win those, visit us on Discord and enter into our contest entry room. It's called the Spam It Room. You do not need to be present to win. You do not need to be watching live to win. It is simply like putting your name in a box and you're entered and if you win later we'll contact you and reach out with your free borg cube all right we will give you a free borg cube if you win one of these battle passes here this month wolfwood says mention the christmas angel fund you know what else we do in addition to crazy crazy giving and crazy crazy hype we also love to give back. We are in the Talking Trek season of giving where we take all of your direct donations that are above my head right now, 100% of your direct donations. You might be saying, what is floor number four? DJ, are you laying new tile in your kitchen? No. No, floor number four refers to the floors of the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt Medical University in Nashville, Tennessee. And that number up there means that floors one, two, and three have already been paid for. And that you guys are currently 71% in providing Christmas for a fourth floor of children. Thank you so and very, DJ's, very much, uh, Beetlejuice. How many kids are on each floor? How many are we helping so far? Um, so we had a meeting with them today. Depending on the floor, we're between 30 and 35 children for, per floor. But we're also providing Christmas for all of their siblings as well. Because, you know, listen, being in the hospital, mom and dad got a lot to worry about. And, and Santa might not even 
realize that the address is different. Like they might not even, he might not even realize that you're in the hospital and we want those kids, all the kids, the patients and their siblings to be able to experience the love and joy of Christmas. And that is what is going on right above my head. Engineer, thank you for your $50 dono to the Christmas Angel Fund. Now 72% of the way through providing for a fourth floor of kids. So that means that we are up to over 100 children and their 100 patients, Griffin, and their siblings. Unbelievable. And there's still 30 days left in this promotion to continue the spirit of giving. And I just can't wait to show the whole community a little bit more on video of who we will be helping. Oh, yeah. We're going to go to the hospital. We're going to get to meet the people. Uh, we're going to get to talk to some of these children. We're going to see some of the families. We're going to actually have some of the gaming carts that we're going to be providing. Um, and it, it's very, very exciting. We will be there. And by the way, we have released publicly that digital content director Beck Likes Plants will be a special guest of ours in Nashville, Tennessee towards the end of November to sing to these children. Uh, today, we got our first look at Beck's cosplay outfit. And I'm not, I don't think that we should, I don't think that we should show you guys yet. Beck, do you want to show them the dress or do you want to hold that off? I feel like we should hold that. I feel like we should hold I, th it. I feel like the cosplay needs to be revealed later on. All right. Um, but uh, we are very, very excited about. See, Dexy says he wants to see it. I know that they will want to, but I feel like I feel like we should wait. I we feel like should we should wait. wait. Let me remind you guys that at twenty five thousand uh, dollars at twenty five thousand dollars, which we are currently at what? Currently at $1,667 away from $1,667. Uh, no, that's from finishing floor four. But remember, Beck also promised the Ripper Beck musical collaboration. They promised oh, yeah. the, the musical collaboration at $25,000. And I, I believe that. Oh, Unimatrix. Oh. Thank you so much, man. Thank you so much. Uh, the next floor, Unimatrix just put $500. Thank you so much, man. $500. Beetlejuice, thank you for the $25. Thank you so very, very much. Um, wow. Can we get some dubs in chat for all of the people dubs helping? Dubs in chat. Thank you guys so very much. Uh, oh, yeah, and the applause button. And the applause button. There you go. We, yeah, Wolfwood says, this is why we bring it up. We have the largest audience we've had in a long time in here. Yeah, absolutely. So if you guys want to do something amazing with us, I mean, children in the hospital at Christmas, like, you can be a part of that. And we're going to bring that to you. We're going to give you that footage. We're going there in person to meet these families, provide Christmas, and let you guys see exactly, exactly where every dollar is going. All right, you guys get to see it. And I really appreciate you guys supporting the foundation this year. At $25,000, Beck uh, will be authorizing the release of a special piece of musical history. Would you guys like to hear 
uh, a little audio snippet. I know we we gave yes. we gave them just a little bit of a of a clip last time, Rip. But uh, just to, since we do have a new audience here tonight, uh, hey, let's, everybody say yes. Yeah, come on we, back. The, the the language is not that colorful. Oh, it's pretty colorful. It yes, it is. And right, Backworn yeah. only it, just the beginning. Do yeah, not just, share more. Just the only beginning. Like we're gonna give you the first ten seconds. This was actually a Christmas gift provided to it's me so by Beck and Ripper last year. It was so amazing, but I couldn't share it at the time because Beck was brand new with the company and she was all nervous about doing risky content. And, and when I mean risky, I mean, you know, being on a piece of content where Ripper's dropping F-bombs in a Christmas song. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'll give you a, a little bit. She She is obviously much more comfortable releasing it this year but ladies and gentlemen here's a little snippet if we get to $25,000 you get the entire thing I really can't stay what a bunch of rubbish I've got to go like this is actually rubbish this evening has you people been are horrible so just horrible I don't even know what's happening. <laughs> My bosses will start to Stupid worry. fucking idiots. Oh, God. Okay, I let it play too long. Sorry. <laughs> you got distracted. I let it play. I was so... I was so <laughs> that was the beat button. I was so excited. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't mean for it to go that long. I'm so sorry. It wasn't... That was 10 seconds of DJ's time. Oh, <laughs> God. I was just really, really into it. I was really liking it. I'm sorry. I we didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. Gosh darn it. <sighs> what also, did that take you anywhere? DJ, the thing uh, we <laughs> talked about uh, a, a bit ago, I am I am working my hardest, but it is not looking that's okay. That's okay, buddy. It's it's late. I know. It's all good, man. I know. Listen, when we get to twenty five thousand dollars, when we get to twenty five thousand dollars, you guys get that whole thing. Let me just put let me just put it out there. That's right. Beck says, well, if you like that much, it guys, that was tame. All right, it, it, it that was tame. It gets so much better. Okay, it. God, Ripper, just go ahead and tell him. Was that the worst that we're going to hear in that track? It wasn't. Also, I would like to point out that every, everything that I basically said on, on in, in that recording was essentially improvised. Oh, yeah, 100%. As a matter of fact, a lot of our sound I, alerts have come from stuff that happened in this. You guys think it was the other way around. All right, Ripper just made a bunch of the stuff up, and then we started using these words as sound alerts. I I remember so. it, it, I remember Beck was like writing writing her lines, and I was just like, eh. <laughs> I think uh, I think Tycon has the title for it. Baby, it's not safe for work outside. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. true. Baby, it's NSFW outside. Uh, yeah, that's good. So um, yeah, no, this is brilliant. It's absolutely amazing. And at twenty five thousand dollars, you guys get that. So uh, thank you guys so very, very much for the hype. Thank you for the level eight hype train that we got a little bit ago or level seven. What was it? I didn't even see it. It was crazy. Q, thanks for the uh, for the bits. Beetlejuice, Unimatrix, thank you guys for the donations into the Christmas Angel Fund. Sea Dreamer, thank you for your 15-month resub. Uh, Captain's Log, Brian, 
Uh, thank you guys so very much. Engineer, thank you for your Christmas angel contribution. You guys are amazing. So um, listen, we have transitioned here a little bit. I really didn't want to do like a full on stream tonight. So I am totally cool at this point uh, wrapping up or getting back to the content. If you guys have, oh, we need to watch Beck's video. Okay, let's do that real quick. Let's watch Beck's video. And then uh, we will uh, take some more questions and get ready to, uh, to call it a night. Because like I said, tonight's not a normal stream night. Here's Beck's uh, three-minute video released on STFC.com just a little bit ago that will actually show the cutting beam in action. Here we go. In Star Trek Fleet Command, we are no strangers to the Borg. We have officers, the ex-Borg faction, and many Borg enemies scattered across the galaxy, making them a force that we could never forget. However, for the first time in Star Trek Fleet Command history, we have a piece of their technology that was never thought to be attainable. The Borg Cube is now at your disposal, Commanders, and we have all the information you need to get up to speed. The Borg Cube is available to all Commanders Ops level 28 and above. The blueprints can be obtained from the free and elite tracks of the Update 60 Battle Pass. Unlike any ship before it, the Borg Cube is meant to grow with you as you progress throughout your Star Trek Fleet Command journey and scales based on the power of your faction ships. Not only is the Borg Cube formidable, it is on par with the power of a faction ship. So let's take a look at the breakdown at the tier requirements for the Borg Cube. As you can see, the Borg Cube grows progressively stronger all the way to Ops Level 70, at which point it will become the most powerful ship in Star Trek Fleet Command, surpassing e FYI, Borg, or back, Borg, back, back. You said Ops 70, that is G6 revealed. <laughs> I'm just saying it wasn't me. I didn't do it first. I'm just throwing that out there. Oh, make Even the strongest mad, epic play. faction ship. On top of its natural combat prowess, the Borg Cutting Beam is a one-of-a-kind active ship ability that allows you to do damage outside of normal combat. In order to charge the Borg Cutting Beam, all damage must be dealt in normal combat situations with the Borg Cube. Once charged, you may select the ship you wish to fire upon from anywhere in the same system and select the Borg Cutting Beam icon in the enemy pop-up. One thing to note about the Borg Cutting Beam, oh. it cannot be used on armadas, stations, oh, or alliance star bases. That is beautiful! In addition, the Borg Cutting Beam will have diminishing returns on its damage when attacking a target higher than your player level. The Borg Cutting Beam is also unique in that it bypasses all defenses and does direct hull damage. Current officers in Star Trek Fleet Command and research not found specifically for the Borg Cube will not affect its damage or charge rate. By destroying enemies with the Borg Cutting Beam, commanders will be rewarded with technological distinctiveness. This material can only be seen in the battle log after destroying a hostile. The amount of technological distinctiveness you receive will increase right, I wanna, material I can come back only and look be seen in the- real quick. So right here, I'm going to assume that that is the Cutting Beam progress bar that we're talking about right here, okay? Yeah, so, it was 100% when it, before it fired. Yeah, let's, let's back up here just a little bit. Um, 133. Okay. And, and research not found specifically for the Borg Cube will not affect its damage or charge rate. Okay. Let, yeah, let's back up a little bit. We couldn't see it uh, in that like frame. The ship you wish to fire upon from... Yeah, right here. See, it shows 100%. So it's ready to fire. That is the Borg yep. Cube with 100% uh, cutting rate. Ready to Death Star. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, yeah, just right there. Click on the uh, Star Wars button. Uh, <laughs> inside. That's right. It's a fully charged Death Star beam. That could not look more like a Death Star if they had tried. 
blue. Like, uh, <laughs> back, it looks like a Death Star. It is a perfect image replica of a Death Star. Okay. It's not wrong. <laughs> it's going to be like, I'll have you know that's a cube. I can, tell you, <laughs> I can tell you what it's not. That That's no moon. That is no moon. That's no moon right there. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, that's right. Hey, guys, how many times have you guys been asking for Death Stars in this game? <sighs> Wish fulfilled. Current officers in Star Trek Fleet Command and research not found specifically for the Borg Cube will not affect its damage or charge rate. By destroying enemies with the Borg Cutting Beam, commanders will be rewarded with technological distinctiveness. This material can only be seen in the battle log after destroying a hostile. The amount of technological distinctiveness you receive will increase based on the level of hostile you destroy with the Borg Cutting Beam. You know what? Hang this on a material second. can then be exchanged in the beam. We Commander were asking earlier about what we would expect the power of this cube to be. Now, granted, let's see if we are able to surmise any of that information here. Now, this one must be pretty daggone high. Okay, you look over here on the left side of your screen. This was pretty daggone high. It is an Op 60 account. So we should probably be able to make a few assumptions. If it's an Op 60 account, I'm going to assume that it's either Tier 12 or Tier 13. Okay? I would also presume that this is like a normal, a normal developer account in which they have no research and have no nothing. Like, this is probably a it very... Does not look like, it doesn't look like no research. It doesn't look like no research? No. Okay, so maybe they cloned an actual account on this. Um, but here we're looking at, so this is probably around, if I'm guessing, tier 12 or tier 13, and we're seeing roughly 412 million power. Is that on par with a low tier, a tier four uh, Enterprise D or an, uh, a tier four to Deradex is half a billion power. Is that in the ballpark? A tier to Deradex is like 1.5 billion. A tier 12 to Deradex is 1.5 billion. We're talking about a tier four to Deradex. What is the approximate strength of a tier four to Deradex? I'd say, you know, somewhere in that first one, that first uh, 500 million range. Okay. So it's probably relative. It depends. I know, I know yeah, it depends, but I mean, just kind of ballpark speaking, variety. kind of ballpark speaking. I mean, this, this probably means that this Borg ship is going to scale decent. Obviously, there's still a lot of unknowns. We're looking at one little image here, Rip. But, yeah. I mean, that does look like it's going to approximately scale uh, appropriately. All right. Uh, let's yeah, continue. You get, the, you get this at tier 12. It's, it's going to take down those level 5 hostiles. No, no problem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, listen. You know, these level 15 hostiles have no, no chance against this level 60 ship. All right. Let's keep going. This material can then be exchanged in the refinery by navigating to the Borg Cube refinery in the support tab for either upgrade material to tear up your Borg Cube or for the material needed to progress the new Borg Cube research nodes, which can be found in the ex-Borg research tree. All right, you said or, but this screenshot shows that they're both guaranteed. <clears throat> are we getting or, or are we getting both guaranteed? 
I do know, FYI, I do know that this is developer content, so it may not be what actually reflects in the game. But is this, are, are we going to get both? Guaranteed or is it, chance. That's what it shows, but that may not be what it is. Again, this is from a test server, all right? So it looks different than what it we're going to see. should be fairly close, though, to what launches. Oh, look, we can also see that that refinery, that was a tier 13 board cube. So let's go back. Uh, tier 13. Yeah, maybe it just, it starts as an or and becomes an and. Maybe, maybe. So that's something we can look out for. It does show that it's a tier 13, which would put it more on line with a tier 8 to Deradex, which I do feel like 400 million power is probably a little lean, which probably also, Ripper, does kind of confirm in my mind that this is probably a very typical dev test server account in which there's no research. All right, I, I really probably feel like there's no research here. All right. The, when have they ever? When have they ever scaled research on a dev account? We've literally never seen it before. In order not to say things I shouldn't say, I will not go into that topic further. Okay. I I have reason to believe this is not a scaled research account, but we will obviously find out more. Finery tomorrow. in the support tab for either upgrade material to tear up your board cube or See, here's another thing. Uh these are not the names that they published to us. That's why I'm saying this dev server video, I don't know that it's gonna absolutely match what we see in game because these shape alloys, um, we've been told that they've been named to uh Borg cube uh sorry borg ship upgrade parts and uh, of course these were called advanced cybernetics so again and they might have changed the name and so, they may not have i don't know but this is from a dev server so, account I'm, i missed some of the conversation earlier did you get did you get clarification on whether they using that death ray you get those rewards for that refinery only from hostiles or from pvp as well so my information says <laughs> pve only Echo said it was PVE or PVP, so he's going to try to get the this information. Video is, this, this video is, is now just saying that it's hostiles only, so she just said from the hostiles earlier. Okay. I, Why I, not I, tomorrow? Yeah, I already told is, you. Is yeah. Beck still listening? Uh, when did you ask them to record this? Because you said earlier you specifically this, asked this them to This content is over a week old, all right? And that's why there's a couple of things in here that may or but may not be... The, the, is that recorded in-game content over a week old? Oh, yeah, guaranteed. She recorded her video a week ago. I'm sure this stuff is older than that. Okay? So, yeah, I guarantee this stuff did not come the day she asked for it. <laughs> she probably asked for it a week earlier than that and, and was lucky to get it. So, uh, however, shout out and thank you to... You know what? Again, this just reaffirms how... Um, much respect I have for the team and how I appreciate the respect they've got for us. I am being told by the staffers that are watching and listening in audience right now that the name of this currency is indeed the shape memory alloy. So not the board cube parts like I thought it was. This is actually the correct name. While we've got uh, some of those uh, folks in chat, can we also confirm that this is you're going to get both or is it an uh, is it a chance at either or do you get both? Because uh, that is that is something else. If you get both, that's even better, right? Uh, that's that's pretty cool too. So uh, they're going to check on that. And the other thing that we would want to check on is can we earn technological distinctiveness from PVE and PVP? 
or PVE only? Because I thought it was PVE only. Beck's video says PVE, but Echo came out and said he thought it was PVP as well. So, um, so we need to find out if it's PVE or PVP. Now, it is only going to be done. What we do know is that it will only be done if you completely kill the hostile with the cutting beam and the cutting beam alone, which we also just saw in this video a second ago What she when she killed that hostile right here. Gain from hostiles destroyed. You know, right here in it, it, the game, it says technological distinctiveness is gained from hostiles destroyed with the board cutting beam, guys. So I think Echo's wrong on this. We will find out tomorrow, but I think Echo is wrong. All right. I think, um, oh, Echo was talk about, talking about charging the beam. Correct. Well, that could be too. Yeah, so what about charging the beam? Is that going to be... Whew, we've got... Suck if you had suck if you had to go into a takeover and charge it up in a hostile. No, but we were asking him at that time for the dis technical distinctiveness if we got that dropped from both PvP and PvE. It was in that same conversation, so it could have been some confusion over that, but it was in that conversation. Yeah, so we'll have to find that out tomorrow as well. Snake Eyes is giving me grief. 27 minutes into a three-minute video. This is the best way, I think, to watch these kinds of videos. To watch them, break them down, really dive in. What does it mean? And teach on it. I like doing this kind of stuff. It's almost like a React video, but not really. Like, we're breaking it down. We're learning. For either upgrade material... Leave me alone, Snake Eyes! ...material to tear up your board cube, or for the material needed to progress the new board cube research nodes, which can be found in the X-Borg research tree. As you progress your Borg cube, you will need Borg data nodes provided by one of the three factions. Upon reaching one of the above milestones with your faction ships, commanders will be rewarded with a Borg data node from the corresponding faction, which can be claimed in the Gifts tab. This means that if you so choose, you can acquire and tier up three Borg cubes. will be rewarded with a- All right, hang on. We're getting a request to go back and look at the research. All right, I don't know if we get a good... Okay, here we go. Borg cube, warp range. Um, all right, what I can tell you here, guys, is that some of this that you're seeing is G6 research. All right, uh, the only five researches that are coming out for the Borg cube specifically are warp range... Damage, which is probably this, Borg Cube Weaponry. Uh, kinetic Weapons, Assimilation Points, and PvP Crit Chance. Those are the only ones that are coming out uh, for... That is, Those are the only ones that are coming out for the cube. So the rest of this is G6 stuff. All right? This is G6 stuff. All right. Um, why not go full screen and... Oh, yeah, there's revs. Why not go full screen and get... Uh, yeah, okay, I can do that. That's fine. That's fine. ...can be found in the X-Borg research tree. As you progress your Borg cube, you will need Borg data nodes provided by one of the three factions. Upon reaching one of the above milestones with your faction ships, commanders will be rewarded with a Borg data node from the corresponding factions with your faction... What is this? I'm just curious. I'm curious what this is. You guys having fun over there on the test server? Like... 
What what's this? <laughs> what is what is this lion with the with the with the horn on it? All right, what what's that? <laughs> I just want to know what, who's playing over on the test server. It's probably a claim for the uh the emote. <laughs> I want to know what that I want to know what this is right here. Um now obviously I do want to point out a couple of other things that we are we are with video directly from the test server. So these are not the bundles that we're going to see. These are not the costs that we're going to see, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so be aware of that. But let's take a look inside Reaching this one Reaching one of bundle. the above milestones with your faction ships. Right here. This is a test bundle. This is not what your bundles are going to look like. Let me be very, very clear about that. Your bundles are not going to look like this, but we will see. These are these warp nodes that are going to be coming along with the tiers of the ship based on uh, based on the warp blocks that you've already. What is why? There we go. So right here, for example, if we if we pull this one out to the side and take a look back over here, uh, let me see if I can blow this up. So like tier four. That requires an epic. That's why it's purple. Tier six requires the G4 uncommon. It's why it's green. Tier seven, G4 rare. It's why it's blue. Uh, tier eight and nine, G4 epics. That's why they're purple. So this is what uh, it's going to look like uh, as far whoops, as far as that currency goes. But it's not going to come in a chest like this. This is just a dev server example all right so just trying to be really really clear but these are what these components are going to look like and why they are of varying colors as far as uh the rarity all right let's keep going commanders will be rewarded with a borg data node from the corresponding faction which can be claimed in the gifts tab this means that if you so choose you can acquire and tier up three borg cubes if you already have a faction ship high enough for, say, a tier 8 Borg cube, then you will get all Borg data nodes needed to get to tier 8. We've said it already, but this is a power unlike any other in Star Trek Fleet Command, and we are excited to see you harness it in this update. Let us know in the comments your thoughts on the Borg cube warping its way into Star Trek Fleet Command. We wish you luck out there, Commanders, and remember, resistance is futile. <laughs> Uh, anybody else get, first of all, that production on that, uh, five star. Okay. Production on that back. Absolutely. Five star. Uh, even the music that was playing in the background was like totally appropriate. Like the, the suspenseful music. Great. Yeah. Very, very, very well done video. All right. Like super, super well done. And, and really truthfully, a lot of questions answered for us in there. Uh, so I really appreciate you taking the time to put that together. Thank you guys for, for wanting us to watch that tonight. A lot of good stuff in there. Okay. Uh, really, really well done on that video and a lot of stuff for us to break down. We were able to see a lot of stuff, uh, there. So <clears throat> KP says maintenance in five hours. Will DJs be done with the three minute video by then? Give me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. Dude. Now let's come back and answer this question. We've had people asking about this. And I'm just, here we go, right here, this one. So wait a second, Beck, are you saying that we've got to upgrade more than one faction ship if we want to build more than one cube? Yes. Okay, here's what will happen. <clears throat> if we built, if we built a G5 Uncommon Northcut 
at tier six. Let's pretend. I, I don't even know what scenario this would exist in, but let's pretend that we didn't build any other ships. Let's say we're a brand new whale to the game. We don't do nothing. Okay. And we go straight up to G5 and we build a tier six north cut. We're going to get all of the of the locks all the way down from Federation. Actually, it's not from Federation. It's from Interceptor. Okay. If I'm not mistaken, right back, it's not based on faction. It's based on ship type or is it the other way around? I think it's based on faction. It might be faction. Oh, God. Now I don't know. Is it based on faction or is it based on ship type? But it is one of each. All right, Jules Verne is saying faction. So if I build a Federation North Cut here at Tier 6, that is going to give me all of the warp components to get to Tier 10. If I want to build a second cube, I will have to build another Federa uh, sorry, a non-Federation ship to get the warp locks. So she said faction in the video. Okay, I missed that part. Uh, so again... If I build this north cut, that's Federation. That is going to give me all of these warp parts for all of these tiers for Federation. So building a Federation Enterprise A afterwards is not going to give me any more parts. Won't give me any more parts. All right. I would have to build another ship of another faction to get the second set of parts needed for my second cube. Okay. Everywhere it matters says oof. That, I mean, that is going to be the challenge in building and flying two of these things. Okay. That is the challenge in building and flying two of these things. But on the other hand, a lot of people, a lot of people dual faction. And a lot of people. faction. Yeah, a lot of people do dual faction and they don't necessarily stick with one set of faction ships. All right. So throwing that out there i mean that is going to be a challenge all right and hellbringer says really truthfully for normal players do you need more than one cube probably not i think it's going to be a convenience-based thing well the uh <sighs> answer to that is whether or not it's an account wide or a yeah i was going to say the charging. answer to that we're going to find out tomorrow because it depends right if it's going to use my leading board cube then I mean, I could use my enterprise, my my quote-unquote enterprise cube to grind the hostiles and then use my leading ship cube to be applying the damage. You see what I'm saying? But that's we're going to have to find out tomorrow how that works. I do. DJs, I am optimistic that since they do have that numbered percentile next to each um, flag of the that ship. That it'll work per ship. Yes. It might work per ship. But that means that one of them is going to be low-powered and the other one is going to be high-powered. And then it does kind of redeem. It does kind of eliminate. That's one thing that Bubba Joe may not like as much. He was talking about, you know, ramping up with the hostels and then having to fly somewhere else to use it. You see what I'm saying? So that may be, that may be I mean, actually one little line, drawback. Count line wouldn't surprise me just because this seems to be ex in terms of like that was the export tree 
and the Talios has the foreknowledge, and the foreknowledge is account-wide buffing. Like, mm -hmm. you can do a solo armada with no Talios in there, and the Talios instantly gets that buff, and it appears next to the ship like it did with that cube. So... Yeah, there's a 50 50 chance here. Yeah, well, we'll try to get more information on that for you tomorrow. Um, Elv Elv Elvedon, I'm sure I'm not saying you're right. E1 says, do I need to build the faction ships or currently owned ships work? Oh, no, what you have currently will work. Now, this question came up earlier in dev chat. What if you had a ship and you've scrapped it? That will not count. History of the account will not count. It will be, as far as tomorrow goes, it'll be what you have currently on your account. So if I have, I only have a tier five Corvus. Oh, see, this is where I'm boned. Wait, no, I'm not. How, how big is my Tribune? Let me come back into the game. My Tribune's tier nine, right? It, Isn't it? He tiered so closely to where you are, where this is a problem. I mean, like, it's a self-made problem. Yeah, okay. So my Tribune is tier nine. So let's take a look at this chart. My Tribi is tier nine. My Corvus is tier five. Tomorrow, when maintenance goes, when maintenance comes back, I will automatically get a gift chest with all of my Romulan parts up to tier nine of the cube because I have a tier eight tribute. And by the way, when I say parts, I don't mean to take the board cube straight to tier nine. I mean, I'm getting the warp components. Okay. I have the warp components. I'll still need to grind out the board cube ship parts, which we saw in Beck's video were called, you know, that other thing, the sh Marvel, Marble alloy or whatever it was called. <clears throat> I mean, I, let's be honest. They're, they're Borg ship parts just for the sake of the sheer amount of currencies in this game. What they yeah. do is far easier to say. Yeah, board cube <laughs> ship parts are fine, okay? Board cube ship parts are fine, but all I'm going to get in my free chest are the warp locks, okay? Are the warp locks. Uh, Cruzito says, is it going to take traditional resources, materials, and ship parts? My guess is yes, but that I do not know. Have not seen that data yet, okay? I, do, I don't know. All right, so I, I don't know what that looks like at this point. Um, let's see. I saw another question. Oh, all right. Uh, game design, uh, really specifically. Um, Live Ops has gotten back to me. So PvP will charge the death ray. So it's PVE or PVP. Both of them will charge, charge. Your, will charge your death ray. Wow. The technological distinctiveness will only come from killing hostiles with the death ray. So much for farming. What? You could, you could just farm... Little, little ships from Op 60 players. Oh, well, they've also, it, it appears that they've actually thought about that too because the charge is based on damage. So the higher That's the hostile, the higher the hostile, the faster you will charge it. 
I thought I heard Echo say something about based on power destroyed. So that yeah. would like eliminate that question of, you know, let's kill a bunch of... Kill a bunch of Rialtas. You know. Yeah, not going to be able exactly. to do that. Uh, because it is going to be based on damage done. So the higher the hostile or the more damage you're able to do or the more damage you deal to a PvP, uh, the faster it will charge. So you could potentially charge it in one in one hit. I mean, I, I doubt it because, again, you still have to kill that hostile with the board cube, and it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to be punching super high with it. Not early. As I understood what Echo said, you're killing 8 to 10 hostiles of the level of the ship in order to get that charge, meaning that if you hit below that, it will be possibly it would be significantly more. more than 8 to 10. I, I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, like, what if you're a cube and you catch the sarcophagus before it makes it to the node and you get that big dose of hall health? Is that PD or is that hall health? I don't know. Well, it's going to be based on damage done, so... But isn't the Sarco, like, it doesn't have whole health unless it's on a node? Oh, no, it has whole health at all times. It's probably one of your highest whole health ships at most times. Well, then, I mean, maybe, I guess. I, I don't know. Because it looks like it is being done based on damage. Um, And it looks so like there, so there is... So if you're in a takeover in a cube, go for the Sarco that's moving. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's possibly... Uh, Shaitan says, does the ability count as PvP? Will it drop bubbles? I am almost sure that it will, but you know what? If we go frame by frame, I think we saw that in Beck's video. Let's jump back in here, Blue. Where's that link again? Would it, it drop? I think we saw a warning pop up. Beck was quick to click through it. Let's go back into this real quick. About situations with you wish to fire upon from anywhere in the same system and select the board cutting beam icon right in the enemy. Ah, crap. I just missed it. It's right here. Activating. I mean, so you guys can't see this super well, but it says activating the board cutting beam will direct will deal direct HHP damage to the target. Are you sure you wish to proceed? I am going to assume that that pop-up now and i know that this is pve and not pvp but the fact that there is a pop-up there probably does lead me to believe that this is a process that will drop a shield if it is a player um <clears throat> a pop-up is just it is a bad indicator though because those are entirely client side oh well, then maybe not. I don't know. Okay. Uh, for, it would be hilarious, though, if it doesn't drop your shield, though. So hey, just, for like, game design. You be a complete jerk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for the, uh, for the staffers that are watching, will using the cutting beam drop your shield? I would imagine that it does, but we'll see if we can get the answer to that. By the way, when we were looking uh, at on, the... On a player. On a player. Uh, on a hostile. <laughs> yeah, on a player. By the way, when we were looking at this... In the refinery that we were looking at from back here just a little bit ago, this right here, I have also received confirmation that the refinery is one bundle exchange for both resources. So it's not a chance. We'll actually get both. That's actually pretty awesome. All right. So Amazing. That's yeah. It's a 100% chance. <clears throat> yeah. 100% chance for both of them, but the amount will scale. So we're not going to be looking at a million parts. You know, that's tier 13. This is going to scale by tier of the cube. That will be getting the information that's. Um, I request we start with that. Huh? <laughs> I request we start with those values. Oh yeah, not happening. <laughs> um, the cooldown Voltron 
five seconds. Okay, which, I, by the I, way, I think they were talking. I think they might be talking about the refinery, though. Oh, the refinery is a one-day cooldown, twenty-two hours. Cooldown is five seconds on the refinery. Yeah, no, it's five <laughs> seconds on the cutting beam. All right, so you can use the cutting beam every five seconds. Uh, but it would so take you little, longer little than that to recharge. Take you longer than that to recharge it, actually. So the cooldown on the cutting beam doesn't matter. Yes, Jules. So if that's a tier thirteen, we can assume that's an op sixty player, which means they should be hitting a six a level sixty hostile. Yeah. So to get one chest, they would have to kill one hostile at that level. To get the two chests, they'd have to kill three. To get the three chests, they have to kill ten every day. Oh, that is such good scaling though. Jules, that With is beam, good though. scaling. With the beam. With the beam. So Okay, so one hostile to get the single chest, which is ten hostiles. Okay, that's still okay. That's what they said. Ten hostiles. Eight to ten is what they told me. So that's to get the single you could refine. Use it for your dailies. If you have a tier you could twelve, you're gonna have a tough time. Because that 144 million hull health is not gonna get killed by your 130 million cannon. But the tier 13 with 210 damage can kill that 144 hostile at ops that's level 60. Just if you want to get things done in one kill. Yeah, but you're not supposed to be hitting 60s if your cube is not at the tier for hitting level 60s. Oh, I'm talking 60s. about for this tier 13 cube. Okay, well, this is tier 13, so the value, the cost so yeah, of the bundles are going to drop in tier 12. Million. So you should be able to one-shot a, a level 60 hostile uh, with that cannon. Which means that you would get enough uh, technological distinctiveness to do a single refine. So 10 hostiles. Yeah, your cannon is strong enough to do your to do your hostiles level. But it would yeah, be. 60 at least. Yeah. But it would be, right? I just don't know. Because there's so much variety of all hells based on levels. Depending on the hostile so that you like go after. Yeah, if you go yeah. after something with there's super... specific hostile you can kill. Yeah, if you yeah. go after super hull, uh, super hull health, that would not be good. But if you go after a normal faction hostile, you're probably okay. All right. So this would be an interesting challenge to go figure out what are the lowest whole health hostels that are out there. Yeah, we are, we've always it's looked like, at big whole health off, uh, hostels for the purposes of like heavy hitter and things like that. This is going to turn us around. Uh, this is going to turn us around and and look for a new mechanic with some of the hostels in the game to try to find high level hostels with low level level hull for us to use the cutting beam on. Exactly. Yeah, that, I was saying tier 12 is a struggle. Like tier 13, you're fine. Tier uh tier 12, you have 130 million cannon and I there's no ops, there's no level 60 hostiles that it's like 144 million was that lowest hull health of a yeah. hostile for level 60. I agree. So you don't have that opportunity. So what we're saying here just kind of based off the preliminary early math 10 hostiles to get one cutting beam, one cutting beam to get one refine. Three cutting beams to get a double refine, which would theoretically require roughly 30 hostiles. And 10 cutting beams. Technically, the stretch goal, right, Jules? We've been talking about stretch goals here. Uh, 100 hostiles if you wanted to do a triple redemption at yep. this level. Woo! But the, the cube big. is a stretch goal too, right? 
Do so what? You can just grind it indefinitely. Do what? You can just grind the cube indefinitely, right? So it's it, it's it's like it's all stretch goals because you can just keep going whenever you want to get more TD. Yeah, that's true. It's not it's not the only the refinery is on the cooldown, but this would be like Gem Hadar, it would be like Texas class. You can farm as much of the technological distinctiveness as you want. You could bulk it up and then just yeah, live on the refinery for a couple of weeks. Yeah. That that is definitely possible. Grind a bunch. Um so Lord Friedman says so double pull it is then. It definitely looks like double pull is is definitely something you can maintain. The triple pull looks very expensive right now. Uh, but yeah, the double pull looks reasonable. DJs, based on how this mechanic is looking, would this not be another candidate to really take advantage of that incurred incursion exocomp on some month two to really cash in? Oh my god, I forgot. I need to go do my Voyager stuff. We only yeah, have yeah, like yeah, by the way, do your Voyager. <laughs> I only have like three <laughs> hours left in incursions. Uh, um, what, what what exocomp? The loot gain exocomp for incursions. I use it I use it to farm Could my Voyager stuff. I considering this drops only stuff, if you use the cutting beam, though, I would assume this is not actually cargo. Well, I would have thought that. But look here. When Beck picked it up, it's in the loot chest. Look right here. Exactly. It's in the loot chest yeah. in your video. Uh, not a, sorry, not hmm. a loot chest. It's showing in cargo. So I'm assuming that and by killing... It doesn't killing... come from the hostile? So I'm not sure. Isn't well, that, isn't that in, in your own ship, though? The, yeah, this is cargo. Look, she's clicking on the cargo button. All right. After she uses the beam and in the cargo shows the technological distinctiveness. This is not a loot bundle. This is not a chest. But she, did, she did say it wasn't in the cargo of the actual ship. Yeah, that's the only trepidation. It's so only this, in the battle report. So this depends on yeah. implementation detail, which we don't know. Which yeah. we don't know. However, fact, we could probably take loot. a good guess. She killed a level yep. 15 hostile. Wasn't it a level 15 hostile? What was it? Let's yeah. look. Yes. I just meant that due to the fact that oh, no, guys. it drops loot in a way that we haven't seen before. No, guys. That's loot gain. under the hood. No, recently. no, no. That's loot gain. Look here. She killed a level 15. She got 28. And the chart says that a level 15 hostile should have only given 14. She got 100% loot gain there. 28 TD should have only dropped from a level 22. Fair enough. So that's loot. Unless, unless, unless. They halved it last week. I was going to say, unless they have changed the figures from the dev server. Oh, All that's right. way too or, generous. Or, there was, or they killed 1v4. That's right. Oh, you know they did. All right, then it's maybe not it's a, not. Her whole it tested yeah, it her first. Her is not hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that may be. That may be rip. They this was the second one that they killed. Possibly, but they might also just not have any research or buffs that increase loot. <sighs> we this don't know. Thing. In other words, we don't know until yeah, tomorrow. It's, it's an yeah. uncertainty we, just we because know. it's loot that isn't rewarded in a way we haven't seen before. Yeah. So it's recent. So it has its own programming. By the way, guys, I really want to encourage a couple of things. Um, this is great conversation. This is great learning. This is great discussion. And I, for one, love the fact that we are able to have this conversation before the arc drops. 
I don't know about you guys. Listen, some people may not be super excited about the content, but the fact that Scopely gave us the release, gave us the ability to come out and discuss this ahead of time, I think is amazing and wonderful. And I'm going to ask you guys a favor. If you guys appreciate the fact that we can do this before the arc starts, then I need you to make it known. I need you to go to Beck's video, leave the comments. I want a thousand comments on here by tomorrow. I want everybody I to, to make sure that Beck knows that we appreciate that we've got this information early and can start to theory craft and build our content and start talking about this and educating players so that they're ready when the content comes out and we're not backpedaling when the content comes out. I think this is absolutely amazing hype. I think this is amazing procedure for Scopely, and I need to make sure that you guys relay to them that this is the way we want our art content in the future. Please, 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 please make sure that you voice that positivity uh, on Beck's video because I know for a fact the overlords are, are, are watching out for that, okay? So well, please, Scopely please. Want that? get a full day of all that hype before the fires have to be put out that's right <laughs> okay you know what so. i really appreciate it in the video the more extensive use of actual in-game uh, footage absolutely i mean she went through the whole what thing was actually happening the hostels the graphics the the refinery this is is the kind of pre-release content we would have loved to have had for the last five years so Please, please, please do not take this for granted, everybody. Please, please, please make sure that you guys relay to Scopely on every official forum that this is how pre-art content should be. All right? Really, I mean, please, there, really do it. A video like that before Voyager would have been great. Oh, man. Dare I say, this is the turnaround and morale that we have all been waiting for for months. Not, not to be said that the content itself isn't great, but just the community aspect of being able to talk about it in advance. This is a breath of fresh air. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is wonderful stuff, and uh, I really, really uh, do appreciate you guys uh, making sure that that Beck specifically knows that you appreciate this gesture. Uh, because I'm sure it wasn't easy for her to convince the powers that be that we're going to do it something different after doing it five years of a different way. All right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I'm convincing I, them to behave like actual game developers. <laughs> this is the way it should be. All right. Uh, let me come back into the chat. Let me see. Hey, Brent, unfortunately, I don't know repair costs right now. Um, I don't think in Beck's video we have an image of the cube dead so i don't think we're gonna or see that range unknown well we well again we don't know what level of research exists on this account but we did see earlier that this cube this tier 13 cube has 675 warp <clears throat> but again we have no idea what research exists on this account right now either so yeah the, uh, there's a cube ops warp range research that's probably has ops locks within it probably there is going to be a research for warp range on the cube in the export tree driver says does He's the board ship provide well enhancement to your account or is the loop for the board ship only <sighs> i think that depends on where you are challenge wise right if 
if there's a hostile that's kind of plaguing you, or if you need another really good secondary ship to go with you to solo armadas or something like that, I think this is really, really beneficial. But, um... Depends on your playstyle. At this particular moment in time, the cutting beam and and its DPR and its combat capabilities are going to be the limit to its contribution to your account. However, I do fully expect research officers and damage enhancers to come to the cutting beam damage. Because like I said, I feel like they're very light. All right. I feel like they're very conservative. So I think that they're going to do more. I think can that they're going to do more a, with that. Can I put in a request for them, for the dev team, like as soon as possible, for that that cutting beam button just somewhere on it or some statistic on the ship itself that just tells you exactly how much hull damage you're going to deal with your current beam. That would be a nice thing to put in that pop-up, right? Yeah. Uh, like, of course. Just no surprises, you know? That would be a nice thing. I don't remember where it went. It must have been later. It would be a nice thing to put, mm. but if it scales, then they may not be able to do that because that's a variable number. I don't remember where that pop-up was, but... I don't I don't think it should be in the pop-up, personally. Where should it be, or should it exist? Uh, I do like the idea of showing it off. More than enough space w w in the line where that button is to show the damage. Well, that'd be fine. It could also show up in ship stats, but I think... It would depend on what you're hitting, right? So that I don't know if ship stats is the best place because it would depend on what you're I hitting. I would also have in the pop-up, like wherever else it is, like you know, like old people are like, "What does this say?" Like, yeah. it gets all zoomed in. Yeah, uh, Friedman says the grows with your account forever part is huge for solo armadas, and I also want to point out here a huge win, huge for G3 players because how much content has come out this year that's been G4? Okay, how much content has come out this year that's been 40-plus? This ship can be built at Ops 28. You can start enjoying this at Ops 28. So I think this is a great piece of content that all players in this game are going to start to be able to enjoy and won't ever have to give up. All right, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal mechanic for G3. How would you feel about this ship if it came out one month after you, you paid for the Mayflower? What? How would you feel if this ship came out like one month, like 20, ops 20, 28, right after you got the Mayflower? <laughs> How would you feel? <laughs> you feel pretty well, gypped, right? <laughs> well, no, because the Mayflower is 26. This is 28. All right. Uh, but like, I could have waited. <laughs> But if you look, this has nothing to do with the Mayflower. Like, it, it doesn't start with faction ship dependencies until Ops 34. So the Mayflower, yeah. the Sally, none of those matter until you get to Tier 3 of your G3 epic. That's when faction will start. So really, truthfully, if you had the Mayflower, man, if you were Ops 26, you can't even build this ship yet. But even at Ops 28... You can get tier one where you cannot take this ship any farther until you get to ops 33. So, yeah, if you had a Mayflower, a Sally, that is still probably going to be a much more capable ship than this thing at tier one. Look here, 23,000 PVE damage. All right. I don't see yeah. that. I don't see that being super impressive 
for an Ops 28 when you've got a Sally, you know? And and it also still it incentivizes <clears throat> growing your factionships too. It doesn't remove the need, like say when the Vidar came in, you didn't you could you could run through those ops with just the Vidar without having to build your factionships. Whereas you still need your factionships in order to grow your Borg. That's so it doesn't necessarily remove remove the requirement. It doesn't become a one one ship takes takes over kind of thing. Right. I don't disagree. I, um, I do have the question. Andy says, do you get the parts for the highest uh, the highest faction ship you own? And Calamastony basically asks the same question. If I have a Pylum and a Katinga, what parts do I use on the cube or will I get both of them? So let's talk about that. You've got a Pylum, uh, which is right here, and you've got a Katinga. So let's, for the moment, pretend that both of them are Tier 6. All right, I'm not saying that they are or aren't, but let's pretend that they're both Tier 6. You are going to get um, up to Tier 7 Warp Lock from the Romulan faction. You would get up to Tier 6 Warp Lock from the Klingon faction. So that means if you had two cubes, you could take one to Tier 6 and one to Tier 7. Okay. That's how that would work. Then, uh, so, but would, one, would both of them show up if you had only one cube? Because in theory, you wouldn't need the others. Yes. Or would they just sit? No, I. My understanding is they're all going to show up. That way, when you do get a second cube, you'll have it. So, yeah, yeah you there's will. There's a tier six fortune chest, and there's a tier six corpse chest. That's right. So you yeah. will actually, depending on your progression of ships, you like. For example, if I've got. A maxed enterprise, and I got a pylum, and I've got a sompek. All right, cra wow! Looking at this, it actually looks like I don't have any Klingon ships, which is kind of crazy. Um, but <laughs> but let's pretend that I had a a sompek, and then I've got a pylum, and I've got an enterprise. That's all three factions. So for Klingon, I would get all the way up to tier eleven warp parts. For Romulan, I would get up to Tier 7 warp parts. And for Federation, I would get up to Tier 5 warp parts. Now, I'm going to get all those parts, okay? But I'm just going to have to sit on them. Because I will only be able to earn or acquire two cubes up to this point. Okay? Two cubes up to this point. Mm, yeah. Well... Theoretically, unless you unless they don't give you something day one and you buy it, then you get the battle pass and then they give you one. <laughs> well, him specifically, so. but but people won't be able to get three until the event store next month. What? Sorry, I'm dealing with something in Discord. What happened? What? However, no, no, I right. would I would say if I had one note with the debt, like if it could be done, I don't. Ripper might say that may not be technically feasible. Be really cool with the beam, um, but if they change the scoring on it, where using it on a hostile always gets you that currency, but the currency is a percentage of the hull health that the beam like destroyed. So if, like the beam just kills all of it, you get all the loot. But if you killed half of it, you get half the loot. Yeah. 
Uh, Commander Green says, how many bridge slots? I am completely unaware. Well, did her video show that? I would say maybe maybe the same normal three. I don't know if her video showed a crew loadout. Did her video show a crew loadout? I know we see a captain, but I don't know if she went into the shipyard with it. So I, I don't know. I, I, have, I haven't heard... I haven't heard that there's any difference. <clears throat> Divine says, but the maximum is three cubes. Technically, what they have told us is that the maximum is going to be two, which tells me uh, for now, obviously the ultimate maximum will be three, but they are telling me that they are going to reserve that third one for a later time. So if you buy one for $100 on day one and then earn one for $20 in the battle pass, then my understanding is it will not show up for you in the event store because they are not giving access to a third cube at this time. Now, whether or not they do that properly, I don't know, but I am being told, I am being told that it will, that they will not allow a third acquisition at this time yes too many thoughts beck says three in the video and you can because there's three factions have up to three what i'm telling you is they are not going to source the third set of of uh uh blueprints up front that's what i'm telling you divine one bot one in the battle pass third in the event store and they have told me they are not going to make the third set of blueprints available at this time so if you buy one and get one in the battle pass i have been told they are not going to make it available to you in the event store it will disappear it is going to be limit two on the account at this time we'll see that that may be incorrect again echo and i and beck have all been exchanging a ton of information today so i don't know if that is accurate and we will find out more okay i i will i will find out more for you but my information says that they won't Okay, game design is now telling me you will be able to source three sets of upgrade tokens, but uh, through December, the maximum will be two cubes. If you acquire the two cubes here in November, you will not be able to source a third cube in the event store. So do with that as you will. If you want to get a second cube for free, then maybe you don't have to buy the one for $100, but then you won't have it on day one. So you want it on day eight, you could get it for $20, but then you won't have the battle pass. I don't know. Figure it out the way you want to do it. All right. <laughs> Figure it out how you want to do it. But uh, I am being told that if you have two cubes, you will not see that redemption in the event store in December. Regardless, I love the speculation. I love that we have something to look forward to that we're all excited about talking about. This is just really great. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty pumped about it. Okay. I know it is funny everywhere it matters. He's like he's like it's just like okay, there's not going to be a bunch of high tier Carol Freemans out there. <laughs> I dude, I get it. I hear you. Um but yeah, so we'll see how that goes. All right? Uh Brent, great question. Non-cube question, what IP is this month? Am I allowed to share that yet? I mean, it's not technically board cube, but I mean, we can give them what? we can give them the Star IP. Trek. We can give them well, the theme of the month, right? Can we do that? Can we? DJs, we're five and a half hours away from not breaking the rules. 
No, I'm, I, I'm literally asking. Beck is still in the audience, and Game Design is in the audience. I'm asking, can I give? If not, I won't. But if they say it's okay, then I will. That's all. Just so they have to say no in, like, in the next 30 seconds or something like that? Huh? I'm waiting for Beck. Beck, they want to know what the theme or the IP is for the November art. I mean, they're going to know in, in three and a half hours. Can I just go ahead and tell them? Can I just go ahead and tell them? No. What? Really? Okay. Beck says no. Sorry. I can't. I am not crossing back. DJ. Listen, no. There is no. Th there is nothing you guys could offer me to make me disobey Beck. There is, there is a new. Related. There is a very healthy fear there. Okay. Like, it might not even a be healthy. healthy. fear. It might not even okay. be healthy. Okay. There might it's just be downright dread at crossing and, and making her angry. Okay, it's not gonna happen. DJ, I'm on a nice game on today, so I just want to make it, make it worse. Yeah, <laughs> I not think happening. that is the first time I'm actually hearing you say that. What? That Beck is frightening? DJ, I have a question. I don't think Beck is frightening. I know, I know. That's what Beck says. You'll know in a few hours. We gave you permission for the ship. Stick to the rules. Okay, okay, I got it. Uh, Putz, your question on the board cube. Yeah, well, no, I was just going to say, does she first have to make contact with her superiors before she can allow us to no. relay that information? No, Putz. Beck is the authority. Oh, so she doesn't have to first make contact. Okay, cool. Just checking. Oh, Putz, you're such a jerk. <laughs> oh, no. God, I hate you so much. Um. <clears throat> Anyways. So... Anywho, wait, Beck said it in her announcement. Wait a second. It's in Beck's announcement. You're busting my chops and you did. You yelled at me about the G6 thing. Wait, and is it? Hold Beck on. said I, no because of dibs. I, yeah. Is it dibs? Is, are we just talking about are we talking about peeing on fire hydrants here? Hang on. Wait, they're saying it's in the video. Hang on. Uh, where, where was it in the video? Oh, here. No, it's on the website. All right, Beck. <laughs> Beck. Oh, boy. <sighs> you guys put it on the website. It's right here. This is your website. It's misleading. <laughs> it can't. That could be anyone. <laughs> That's, it's on the website. All right. Well, well ships could be anything. Yeah. There you go, everybody. Let's see. Let's see what else it says in here. Um, okay, all that, blah, 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 blah. That is complicated. Blah, blah, blah. All right, I think we're just going to stick with this Stick with this artwork oh. right up here. All right, there you go. Oh, that appears DJ, to be... Have you checked the, have you checked the title of the video on be? YouTube? Hey, you know, you know what I'm getting ready to go do, Putz? You know what I'm getting ready to go do? I'm getting ready to fly to uh, Los Angeles on Thursday where I get to sit with uh, a lot of members of the community and VIP and Scopely staffers to watch screening of First Contact in the Paramount Theater. All right? I'm pretty excited. Imagine that. Yeah, I'm pretty Imagine excited. Imagine that. Yeah, that's pretty cool, too. All right. Um, now, Beck is not lying when she says the following statement. There have been many, many topics today that have said... Where people have come back and told Beck, 
if Beck says you can share, then you can share. You you got listen. I don't know why there's doubt about this. Beck is a force to be reckoned with, and she's pretty much running the show over there. Okay, like if Beck says yes, then the answer is yes. If Beck says no, the answer is no. And there's nobody there. There's no appealing that. So when you, no, there's no, no, there is no appealing that. So so when Beck says no. And and Putt says, well, can you ask your boss? The answer is also no, because Beck has spoken. Okay, I like, don't think that how that that's how that works. It's, like, yeah. it's pretty much how that works. Against it, uh, no. Beck pulls the content creation for Oliver. Yeah, I mean that's, that's pretty much how that works. No, I if if Beck says no, I would definitely ask her boss, and if the boss says yes, then I would just go ahead. That's the thing. Her boss is is not going to cross her either. <laughs> okay, if Beck says no, then then the boss is going to say no. That's just they, this, this is where it is. I'm I'm pretty sure there eventually comes a boss who doesn't even know about Beck. I would take that bet. I would take that bet. You want to make that bet? You want to you make that bet with me right now? Because last time I was in Los Angeles. Oh, last time I was in. I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to. Nah, nah it doesn't matter. I'm not going to. I'm not going to flex. I'm not going to flex. Well, who it's is, fine. Who is I saw David's boss the CFO the other day, you know? Yeah. yeah I don't David's boss is also your boss back. David. David Eckleberry. Mm -hmm. Is the, the boss of STFC. Like it, the only the only person. Sure. The only person, but, you know, it is a Scopely thing. Scopely has someone higher up. Why are that. you so contrary tonight, Rip? You're you're just tonight? literally convinced <laughs> to argue with everything. Like, hey, grass is green. It's no, it's not. It's purple. All right, <laughs> you are so contrary tonight, man. And by the way, Beck has had lunch with Walter Driver. Just throwing that out there. Okay. There you go. Brazilian responses, no, I'm not. <laughs> Woo! Grass is colorless. I know Rip wants to fight tonight. He's very feisty. Very feisty tonight. All right. Um, it, 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 it's just, I'm sick. I have barely slept in three days. Berg has been super busy. I've actually, I've actually been working the entire time while we've been here. I'm oh, eating it, I know. Man. Oh, that's good. Yeah, Ooh, always. DJs, back, back. Asks, you yes, know I want to know a secret. Chat. I always like secrets. Yes, give me all the secrets. Um, Zebrand says he's sick of my BS. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Ripper, are you sick of my BS? No. I Does like it make you uncomfortable that I'm calling you out for being grumpy? I do the same thing to Bubba. I only oh, do no. it to people I love. Oh, no, that's that's perfectly fine. I, yeah. I, I, you are being grumpy. So, you know, you're, you're being grumpy tonight. It's okay. I love you. But you are being grumpy. Grumpy buns. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean by that, and I appreciate you for that. What? Wait, what? She answered your question. Her secret is that out of all of Scopely Incorporated, she is the only individual in the entire company who has her particular job title which puts yeah. a very special spotlight on you that's true like none of the other games have that that position Ooh. for their for their title 
Yep. So that that is actually true. Um, Friedman says, wouldn't have Rip any other way. Oh, I don't disagree. He's always a little bit contrary. But I, listen, when you know him as well as I do, I can tell he's, he is tired. He's, he's, he's a little bit grumpier tonight than usual. But I would say the same thing to Bubba. And Bubba has said the same thing to me. Bubba has told me when I'm being an asshole, too. Like that, we can do that oh, because we love each other and we're friends. You know, you know that so, so, sometimes you just ah, uh, sometimes the you know the, the life is just the way it is, and then you just a little bit grumpy. Yeah, it happens. By the way, uh, back just want to also throw out the title of your video. There's your second second scrub right there. <laughs> Start just. All right. Well hidden. Yeah. Very well hidden. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's check. Again, DJs, you're not the only one who rushed to release something earlier that today is true. than you planned on. That is true. I, I will say um, Beck was just as caught off guard with the release of content tonight. I even mentioned to Griffin earlier, okay, we've got two hours to do what I thought I had 10 hours to do. So... Um, Beck was in the same yeah, boat. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was technically planning on doing this tomorrow. So, but I also see that you would know you had ten hours, and you'd still do it in two hours. Then it was left to go anyway. <laughs> True. Ten True. hours. Ten hours doesn't make any difference. Yeah, I know. It is almost midnight. I should probably get ready to go to, go to, go to bed. Um. All right. Here, I'm going to give you five minutes. Five minutes last for Borg related cube questions in the chat. And then we'll get ready to go. And by the way, just for... Now, I know that this is not going to be as interesting a listen. But I did record today's show and will upload it to podcast platforms. So if you've missed any piece of this, you will be able to stream it on the site and listen on podcast platforms uh, later tonight, particularly for APAC and EU players, because this show was very, very late. So when the EU wake up, they will have a podcast to listen to, and they can come back and reference this VOD replay on Twitch. Tomorrow morning, we will have a Talking in Cars with DJs with special guest Emperor Echo to go over the questions that we did not get to tonight. And uh, tomorrow night, we will be streaming... Um, hopefully with the board cube and be able to talk and learn a little bit about the loop, about the cutting beam and try to start to look at some of the research and the damage and, and look at some of these baseline statistics so that we can start to get a more full picture about the board cube and how it's going to uh, be relevant to players and uh, functional on their accounts. Then Wednesday, we will do a podcast What did I say we were doing Wednesday, Griffin? <laughs> Crap. Wednesday, Wednesday is going to be the, the thing that starts after G5 and below G7. Oh, right. Wednesday, we're going to do a podcast and release video content on G6. That will come on Wednesday. Thursday. What a packed month. Thursday, there will be no content as I will be flying to Los Angeles. Uh, I have to get with Beck, but Thursday or Friday... We are going to be doing a live broadcast from Los Angeles, live from the Paramount Theater, uh, where we will have a couple of people, a couple of surprise guests with us that we will be able to talk to. It won't be a real long broadcast, probably 20, 30 minutes that we will bring to you live on Twitch. And uh, Griffin will be immediately able and ready to produce into something of a replay on YouTube. But that will be next week uh, or later this week. We'll be able to do like 20, 30 
maybe maybe a little longer. I don't know. Beck's got the itinerary. We'll be able to do uh, some content live from Los Angeles. I believe that is Friday. Beck says this wasn't discussed. Oh, my God. Okay. So then circle around with Echo because he was the one that told me to circle around with you and told me that he wanted me to do a stream for like 30, 40 minutes from Paramount's lot. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Man, the communicate. Oh, that's right. Freeman says, who actually runs the show? Okay. Beck, I should prop. Beck says, not on the Paramount lot. See, he specifically told me yes on that. Okay. We just, just, just apologize. No, just apologize. obviously, uh, I am going to forget everything that Echo told me, and I will talk with you tomorrow about what content we can do from Los Angeles. Because <laughs> he literally told me this stuff today. I'm not even kidding you. He told me today. Oh, my. Yeah, Echo doesn't communicate. Shocking. <laughs> Shocking. He was. He literally just told me this like hours ago. So I guess I'll circle Sit around down and be wrong button, DJ. Try to Try to fit me in, then back. Try to fit me in. I know you have an itinerary. He told me I was on it. Oh, she's on caps lock now. I know. She's yelling at me. It's caps lock chat right now. He literally, yes, I know you have an itinerary, and I was told I was on it. Oh, God, Echo. <sighs> I'm going to, I'm going to kick him right in the shins. I am seriously, I am going to kick him right in the shins. All right. Uh, so, all right. Listen. I'm a quesadilla with an unhappy face on it. <sighs> all right. Any other questions about the board cube? Oh, Captain uh, Taylor, yeah. I will be. Void? I will be adding shin kicking to the itinerary. If it's not there, that that is, I'm getting that. Okay, that I'm gonna get that in two minutes. Okay, that's going on there. Have you done your loot exo yet? No, I haven't done my loot exo. I've only got like three hours left to do it. I have to do it. All right. Yeah, I've got to do it. Yeah, I see that. Is Griffin in trouble? Is I Griff think I'm in trouble. What did you do? I don't know. Good night, everybody. Nice, <laughs> nice knowing you. All. <laughs> Oh, I know, I know. Have to go sneeze over there. <laughs> it's a thing. All right, guys. Um, if there's nothing else about the board cube, then I guess we'll get ready to wrap up and uh, and get ready to biz outs. Is anybody online that you guys would like to raid into tonight? Uh, who's streaming Star Trek? Valiant. No, dude, this is Arcfall. We gotta get. We gotta go to STFC streamer. It looks like Valiance is streaming. Valiance is streaming Star Trek Fleet Command, uh, and I don't think we've ever raided into him, and he's a member of our community. So how about we go say hi to Valiance? Um, any other questions real quick? Oh, boy. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I've been – I'm being called to the principal's office now. Let's chat for – stay after class, DJs. Uh, will you stay after class? Oh, my God. I'm in so much trouble. Wait, I Iron – to stop you. Is Iron Chef on too? Oh, man. We haven't rated Iron Chef in a long time. But we've not... Oh. I think it's got to be... Oh. Wait. First of all, Rebuilt. I am always in trouble. The difference is I actually don't know 
what I did this time. <laughs> That's the difference. I usually know what I did. Uh, this time I don't. So, <laughs> all right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bounce on out of here. Let's go say hi to Iron Chef. All right, guys, thank you so very much for being here. This will be up. The podcast will be up so very shortly. Uh, we'll get the VOD up, all the good things. Thank you guys so very much for a record-setting Twitch audience tonight. Appreciate you guys so very much being here. Thank you for all the hype tonight. Thank you for the progress on the Twitch hype challenge. Thank you for your donations to the Christmas Angel Fund. Thank you for being here and a member of our community and getting your information on Star Trek Fleet Command from Twitching Trek. My name is Ultimate DJs, your friendly neighborhood cat person. Say meow for now. Love you, to Catch you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Just put close your eyes and understand. When I felt the change, it startled me.